You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tonight's forecast. A freeze is coming. I hate to disappoint you, but... Rubber lips are immune to your charms. Gotta go! So many people to kill, so little time. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everybody, chill. Everybody, chill. Chill. Yeah. Chill. This is the one you've been waiting this for. This is maybe the most quotable <laughs> film of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it might be. I don't know. Ooh. At Up Next Podcast, Twitter, what's the most quotable no, movie? Is I, it this one? I think this movie... Uh, recently especially has had a bit of a resurgence i think there's there's a certain popularity of bad films we've already talked about the room on this podcast and this has definitely got that notoriety but i do remember a few years ago when maybe people didn't joke about this film quite as much yeah having a day at work when someone went do you remember all the mr freeze quotes like how ridiculous they were right and then we opened up like the IMDb quotes and right. just spent like an hour <laughs> reading all these quotes, just dying laughing. Because Arnie, Arnie has 27. 27. That's just him, though. Yeah. That means there's more that, throughout the movie. That's not counting Poison Ivy, <laughs> that's Batman, That's not people Robin. saying it to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's just from his mouth, 27. Yeah. Yeah, fucking crazy. Oh, it's, it's pretty much it's the whole wonderful. movie. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, welcome to Up Next. Yes, we watch NXT and talk about it every week, but we also cover AEW Dynamite, and we do all sorts of other podcasts, including movie reviews, deep into this feed, and patreon.com slash upnext. So many shows, but we've been reviewing Batman mm. from the beginning. Oh, yes. We technically did the 60s one, because someone picked it we have. for a Up Yours, yep. so we watched that on the Patreon, but then we thought... We did all the Star Wars movies. We'll do Batman. We've been going through each one, giving our bat ratings. Yeah. 
the rule has been if it was in a cinema, right. like a, a proper release, yeah. we'll review it. So we've talked about uh, one of the animated films, The, the Mask of Phantasm. Um, yeah, we're going to be getting into the whole Nolan verse soon, which I'm very excited about. Let's. We're talking about Batman and Robin here, 1997. The next Batman movie we talk about is Batman Begins. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we're taking a drastic. We're jump. taking a leap. Things are going to change <laughs> from here on out because we did Batman Forever last time, and that was like so much fun to talk about. Because again, what a ridiculous movie! Mm. And for some reason, they made a sequel to that one, and it's this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Batman Forever did pretty well. Batman Forever did great. Batman Forever did well. Technically, you could say this movie did great. It's the only issue. It did great in the first week. Yeah. So, looking at this, um, they... Like... It was the third best-grossing opening weekend of 97. Um, Other films included Face Off, Hercules, and Men in Black. Yeah. So, some big films out that year. But... So, it had a great opening weekend, 42,872,605 US dollars, dropped... By sixty three percent in the second week, because everyone went home. Because word of mouth was like, ah, I wouldn't. Yeah, bother. I remember I went. My my dad took me, and it was like the Tuesday it had come out. But I was really young. Mm. I was probably six or something then. So I did. I just want. I probably loved this. Oh, I I loved it. Yeah, when I was six. I, I watching this back. I have not watched this movie in so long. It's weird because. Something in my brain turned on where I was like, I know what the line, I know what's going to happen. I know the line that he's mm. about to say. And I hadn't, I haven't watched this in like 15 years, yeah. probably more. But my brain is still like, I've, I, the VHS tape was railed out through this one for some fucking reason. Obviously because of Uma Thurman uh, <laughs> watching it back. And why don't I watch this movie more often? Uh, you saw this in theaters too? I saw this in theaters. Yeah. So I'd have been about seven eight when this came out and i remember there being so much buzz at school about this movie um i think i mentioned before uh that i had the two-faced coin from batman forever right so i remember that kind of being circulated around on vhs and stuff um but so excited about this film um i got very this film and power rangers the first film which came out in 95 right i think are very similar very similar kind of films and very similar hype as a kid. Yeah. Where now growing old, I'm like, oh, I feel bad for my parents taking me to these things. Right. Because there are some films you've taken your parents to and you're like, this is good. Like you take, if you're a kid and yeah. you go to see Infinity War or whatever with your parents. Right. It's like, sure, yeah, this is the film for me. I know you're not really superhero fans, yeah, but you'll probably true. watch it and go, oh, that, that was good. I took my dad to see Dark Knight. And he's probably going in thinking, oh, I took him to see Batman and Robin. Right. And then he goes, oh, that was a that really was good film. Yeah. There's stuff I can enjoy from that. My mom still holds uh, Pokemon the movie to me. Oh, yeah? She goes, I, I paid to go to sleep. <laughs> she, <laughs> she took me and some friends to Pokemon and passed out and then woke up was like... Yeah, I don't want to take you to these movies. I remember <laughs> being a kid as well and being like, Mom, you're asleep. Yeah. I wake up and it's probably you're missing. Like, Fuck. You're missing Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> He's fighting Batman. Uh, I, yeah, this film was huge. I remember as a kid. Uh, well, we've talked about a few different Batman movies and already a few different Batmen. Like, mm. we've talked about Michael Keaton. We even then, then talked about, uh, well, Adam West too, but um, Val Kilmer. Yes. And he, they wanted him back for this movie and he's like, mm, nah. Like, oh, was it his choice? It sounded like okay. it was his choice. He had other things going on, and he thought that doesn't that one wasn't that great. Mm. This one can't be any better. So right. he kind of dropped out. And like the star of this movie, 
George Clooney. At the time, he wasn't like George Clooney like we know him. He was Mr. E.R. George Clooney. Funny enough, I work at CH. We're airing the first three seasons of ER right now right, and I'm watching nice. the first season of him and I'm like man you go on to be fucking George Clooney you go on to date Stacey Keebler <laughs> it's pretty crazy but TV is such a different thing now yeah. TV will get film actors in for stuff of but there was such a separation between yeah, TV and film so then. weird uh, just quality the amount of money going into it so for a George Clooney to be cast as Batman was a pretty big deal sure yeah. he was a massive heartthrob like ER was huge ER was massive yeah but um this is quite a leap because you'd normally expect more of an established movie star already especially batman yeah like batman i mean val kilmer though uh like he had some good stuff but to me michael keaton was like pretty established i'd yeah. say more so comedy so that was a risk there too but uh i think you know what maybe it's every batman because again we're going to be going into the nolan ones which i am a very big fan of mm. and Christian Bale, maybe at the beginning, people were like, uh, like that could be weird, but that could be good. I think every time someone's cast, we think like that. Christian Bale may be more so because of the movies he's chosen. Right. Because he's a very serious actor. Yeah. And he's done a lot of, like, Oscar-worthy performances. Yeah. That it, it feels a bit like, if you were to tell me, oh, we've cast Daniel Day-Lewis as Doctor Strange, you'd be like... <laughs> Okay, that's that's like a serious actor you've got. Well, there. Mahershala Ali as Blade sounds nuts to me. Like, I, but now at this point, yeah. Again, like TV superhero films have evolved, so True. we're a bit more used to it. Yeah. But certainly, uh, coming off of this film, and then it's <laughs> it's a gap. It's like eight years before Batman Begins comes out. Yeah. But a serious actor like Christian Bale, yeah, I can imagine people go, oh, okay, but might give you a sense of, oh, they might be going in a different direction with this. Yeah. And then when they have George Clooney, though, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't popping off. And then now, fast forward, he's done so many famous things, so many great things. I do think he's a really, really oh, good actor. Great. My mom was obsessed with ER and no problem watching this movie back with me when I was a kid because she loved George Clooney. But even as a kid, I would tell her to her face that George Clooney makes a bad Batman, but a damn good Bruce Wayne. <laughs> And I, I still stand by it watching it. Uh, I think he's I think he's a good actor. I am a very big fan of Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Like, with him, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, I think it's fantastic. I love the old, old school stuff, Rat Pack stuff, but his Ocean's Eleven is what I consider like a per, almost a perfect movie. Ocean's Eleven is a great film. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's so fucking good. And it's, the rewatch value on it is fantastic. But just looking through what George Clooney has done, like so many ones, I, I'm not like the biggest fan of him, but anytime I've been kind of forced to watch his movies, I'm like... You got me again, George. He's The Descendants. That's the, exactly the one. I know. In. That's the one. Someone's like, come on, watch this with me. I was like, I fucking don't oh, want to watch George Clooney. It's and, such a good film. And I walked out being like, oh, that was really good. So, um, yeah, that, you, that's exactly the I one. I love that film. Uh, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou yeah, is really yeah. good. Uh, has he do He's done more Coen Brothers films, has he not? I think so. I mean, he's, he's doing some weird he... movies now, so, like, good for but him. But I like, I like the movies he picks. Um, yeah. He doesn't... Well, he's never really gone back to this genre before. <laughs> no. Or, and when I say this genre, I don't just mean comic book movies, I mean just yeah. action in general. I no. can't really think of much he's done. Uh, looking up trivia for this movie, because there is a lot of trivia for Batman and, and Robin here, George Clooney, to this day, if you go... If you meet him mm. in public... And you say to him, like, I saw Batman and Bought Robin. a ticket for that. He will give you cash if he's got any on yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> he says that he'll hold that to him. He also, he, 
he also states that he still has in his office that he does all his like prep for work and stuff like that. He's got posters of movies he's done. He has this poster still purposely in that office, so he reminds himself that don't ever fucking do a movie like this again. Apparently, after <laughs> filming, he was like, "Well, we just we just killed Batman. Like this is gonna be the last yeah, Batman." That's what I mean. Football. Like he's known as co- being cool, right? So he even knew that this was gonna. be I think shit. sometimes it takes something like this, though. Um, I'm a massive fan of David Fincher. I right. love David Fincher movies. Um, Alien Three. Um, not a great film right. and a lot of people give it shit yeah, I and don't like David it. Fincher is like he had his vision of how he wanted to make the film and it's right. one of those cases we hear all the time where producers are getting involved and giving more opinions and then they make a film they don't want to make and then it bombs and it's like well I didn't even want to make this and that film made a point to Fincher. He was like, I'm never letting studios tell me what to do. Right. So if you hire me, I'm going to tell you exactly how I want to do it. You're hiring me for a reason to make a David Fincher film. And true. If you don't like it, don't hire me. But think how many once you've hired people. me, fuck off. Like, let me do what I do. Yeah. And he's made some of my favorite films since then. Right. And Clooney, the fact he hasn't gone back to this genre and has done films like The Descendants, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? You wish more people did that. Yeah. Is what I'm like. That's you think of the last Star Wars trilogy. You wish maybe if that was in a contract or both ways. Hey, we'll let you do whatever you want, but it's got to be for three movies yes. or vice versa. So it's. Yeah, maybe you should be able to have control. I just finished Barry, and the last oh, part, nice. part of it is like they're actors in it, and she like refuses a role mm. in this, and like they're like you're refusing your your paychecks, right? It's like why are you it's selling out essentially? Because mm. George Clooney could go and make a million more movies like this. They could oh, yeah. suck, but he'd be making fucking fat stacks. Uh, not as much as Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie, who was first billed. In I, a Batman I did movie, notice that a hundred. Uh, what is it? Sorry, no, not a hundred. Twenty-five mil. 25 mil for only six weeks of acting, 12 min, uh, maximum 12 hours a day on set, and he was allowed to smoke cigars while getting his his iron suit. I mean, it sucks wearing that costume, that makeup. um, They're a lot better with that kind of stuff now, but I imagine 12 hours on set, you say? Probably five hours in makeup. Exactly. So he was was the big shot at the time. Uh, And going through kind of the time frame of Arnie. There's his whole scandal with him and his, uh, I believe it was this house, house uh, sitter, something, right. something like that. Uh, he has some sort of secret kid that came out years later. Hmm. It was around this time that uh, that kid was was born. So around filming on this movie, he was like, a, he was going through health problems, and b, had found this terrible news that he had to keep secret from everyone. Oh damn. And he still delivered such a masterpiece such of a, a movie. great performance. I mean, it probably fueled him, to be honest. <laughs> it probably made him like, I need to be here. I need to like check out and smoke cigars on set and be yeah. Mr. Freeze. I have a, like, a love-hate relationship with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I, I think he's great. Mm. I think he's some of his movies are some of my favorite movies. But then I also know he's not good. <laughs> I, I mean, I... I would hope he's kind of aware. He's of definitely that as well. aware. He's he's made. I haven't seen them, but there there've been a couple of films he's done since he's come back into acting. Yeah, I didn't where know I am that. kind of intrigued. There was one. What was it? There was one where his like he's one with daughter Jackie is Jim. dying or something like that, and it's meant to be. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger does a serious film. Taken, and it's meant to be. No, I'm trying to remember the the name because he did um, one with Jackie Chan. I got Maggie? stoked for. I think that might have been it. Maggie, um, maybe. 
I don't the know. teenage girl in the Midwest becomes infected by an outbreak of a disease that slowly turns the infective into cannibalistic zombies. This is the one. Oh, During her transformation, her loving father stays by her side. Oh my God. So it's like a zombie movie, but it's more like okay. this dad watching his daughter die. Like it's a proper serious film and it's meant to be like not bad. Like a year ago, we did a review of Terminator, the OG Terminator, mm. and we both were like, "Man, this was a star-making movie for him. It's a classic T two. Is he? We haven't done that yet, but nope. we'll get there one day." And then I'm not a big fan of what they they've done with like the Terminator stuff mm. since that. But I, I I like Arnie in these. I love Kindergarten Cop. I grew up oh, on that movie. Jingle such all the great way. Film. Like True Lies. Like he's killed it. There's. I wonder these lines whether he wrote some of them because it's Whoa, he just said it when i when i took um <laughs> he just says it improv here when i was taking improv class yeah. there's a game which is you've got to like be arnie essentially and basically it's the the every film arnie's in he has the the quotes yeah. the i still freeze you or whatever yeah yeah um get to the chopper and you've got to come up with a punchline like as arnie do it in his oh accent and come up with a cheesy Punchline, because it's in all his films. All his movies. What is your Predator. daddy and what does he do? Who is Predator. your daddy and what yeah, does he yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, I used to have a soundboard. I did, called, yeah, I did. Call my friends and click yeah, the Arnie do soundboard. A prank call. <laughs> yeah, those were the days, brother. <laughs> be like, uh, <laughs> it'd be cookie? Like, uh, it'd be, yeah, put the cookie down. <laughs> it'd be like, hello, who are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they'd be like, who are you? Oh, I did a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rest in peace soundboards. Are those still a thing? Um, I think I, I'm on IMDb right now and uh, apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger's star meter has gone up by 46 this week. So I, I think we we can take some credit for that. Yeah, we because t- we're All these people so watching this film and clicking it's on true. Arnie. Yeah, I, I love when our listeners and shout out all you guys listening to us and supporting us here uh, when they're like, oh, I see you're going to review this movie. So I'm going to go like mm. watch it before you do it. Um, and I think it's that's why I say we're like a weird book club. I think yeah. it's great. So I love the fact that some people this week chose time to watch Has this movie. gone back and watch this film. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as you said, Arnie is just like Jack Nicholson in Batman. Yeah. Uh, he's he tops the bill here. Um, Isn't that crazy? Which is, yeah, it's nuts. I imagine paid more than Clooney as well. Of course. Would have thought. Oh, by a long shot. Yeah. 25 mil he got in 97. That's like how much now? It's probably like double now. That's crazy. That's insane. So, yeah, he didn't need to do anything after doing this movie, essentially. But, yeah. Wow, good for Arnie. Good for Arnie. Jack Nicholson got a hell of a lot more than uh, Michael Keaton as well. Um, are you aware, were, were there any other people, like, asked back for this one? Yes, so um, I, I, I love, like, the trivia of, of these era of these movies. Um, Uma Thurman, Schumacher just was like, hey, I thought you were hot, so I asked you to be Poison Ivy. And I, I, I personally, after watching this movie, I think she does the best job in this whole movie. She, she said that uh, she's actually quite, not proud of this movie, but yeah. she... Uh, she has fond memories because this is kind of what got her into this was her first big budget blockbuster film yeah. she'd done more kind of low budget independence more art house stuff as right. well um, and this was more of a like a blockbuster so got her used to kind of working on a big production well just we we did Batman Returns a while back and we talked about the iconic Michelle Pfeiffer mm. how that look that Catwoman that costume is still used today it's like a sex icon really mm. I'd say the same thing for this movie here. I've seen so many people dressed like Uma Thurman in this movie. I gotta be honest, I'm not a massive fan of her in this. Not in this? I, oh. I, I think the look is great. I think oh, she's hot as great. hell. 
but I think she's playing Michelle Pfeiffer. She's no, she's just playing what everyone is playing. Everyone in this movie is turned up to like a twenty-five for no reason. I think the problem isn't the the actors. I think it's like what is given to them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I just I just found everything her from even her. They all like, suck. Her regular character in this film. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Compared to Poison Ivy, it's just she's she's just doing Selena Kyle from like, Batman Returns. Like just the it's same. exactly the same. Just a different costume, I, different powers. I think everything, like the dialogue or the lines, everything in this movie is they, they joke that it was just basically a commercial for toys, like essentially. Yeah. And it the fucking thing is two and a half, two and four minutes long. So it's like two hours, four minutes long, and it's. It's like, wow, there's so much shit in this movie that's just yeah, wild. Schumacher wanted to come back to do a third film. Uh, he kind of regretted letting the studio kind of push him so much to basically do this toy commercial. Uh, so yeah. he wasn't happy with it either. Um, what I got from watching this film, it's as if WWE writers and wrestlers are performing this. No one feels like a good actor. And yeah. You've got good actors in yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. But the way the yeah. dialogue is, it feels like I'm watching Raw. It feels like I'm getting Dana Brooke, who's just been a promo, given a promo to yeah. say backstage, and then you've got Batgirl on TV. Like that's what it feels like. Just everything is so wrong about this. But there's that certain charm. Now we're kind of removed from it. I can imagine a lot of people being pissed off and angry yeah. when this came out. Yeah, yeah. But now you're removed. It's it's kind of like watching the room. You go, yeah. how did you just fail? Oh, on I'll be every level. I'll, I'll be straight. Any of the Batman movies we've been doing, you know, I love to smoke up before watching wrestling movies and all sorts. But you smoke a fat joint to, before watching Batman and Robin, you're in for a great mm. fucking time because it's so colorful, just like Batman Forever. For some reason, everything glows in the dark. Everything's glow. Everything's lit up. This one's this one's got CGI. Is this like one of the first movies to use actual proper CGI in this movie? Because they go, oh, I'm not sure. They go ham yeah, with the CGI. The whole set is CGI. It, they go so heavy. I'm pretty sure it's like one of the biggest first biggest movies to use okay. it in 1997 like the the new advanced style of some titanic some, I imagine. yeah yeah but like something yeah. along those lines of the first like big something used in this because yeah because returns is very practical yeah I'm, I'm thinking of like penguins lair at the zoo and all that it's yeah. all very practical sets uh i i think all the actors in this movie and i've i've again just doing some digging on on interviews and stuff the director joel he's like hey uh I, I know this movie gets shit on. It is my fault. Don't blame George Clooney. Because George, him and George are always saying, like, sorry about this movie. Yeah. They always apologize for it. And he's like, I take the blame because I let it happen. Like, it was, be- I could have said no. Like, I yeah. could have said no. And he says, but don't don't blame the actors. Because the actors were, you. The, all the actors were chosen because they're talented. And they were talented in the movie. But with what they were given was, like, not, was on me. Yeah. And I'm sorry. <laughs> so, it's, which I watch and I'm like, yeah, everything in this, like, looks so ridiculous. But you look at the cast and they're like, they're pretty good. Even Chris O'Donnell, for some reason, he's still Robin to me. It's, it shows how important writing is. Uh, I, I, I've tried writing before. I'm not good at it. Mm. I can't. There's. It, it's a real talent to write how people actually speak. I, I feel I'm good with ideas. I can come up with ideas of stories for scripts. But yeah. if I've got to write how a human being talks, I can't do it. And I think that's what we find in wrestling a lot of the time. Uh, that's what I find in the Star Wars prequels. You look at them, and it, it's one of the reasons why I'm I'm kind of intrigued Hayden Christensen coming back because I'm like, I, actually, you know what? I think you deserve another go 
at seeing yeah. if you're actually good because if he's a good actor. we know Natalie Portman's good. We know Ewan McGregor's good. They're not good in those films, but we know they're talented actors. Uh, and it's like exactly the same here. It, I don't know how anyone could do anything good with this material. With any of this, really. What's crazy is uh, like this around this time, you mentioned that they were supposed to make another. They were already before this was coming out, like, yeah, we'll pump out another mm. one because we know this makes so much money, like Batman Forever did. They were setting up to do this next one. And there's lines in this movie that like tease this, but it was this was the first like crossover event they were setting up for mm. because around this time, Tim Burton wasn't working on Batman, he was working on Superman, right? With Nicolas Cage. So they were gonna do a Batman Superman like crossover thing right. with with Tim Burton now helping yeah. with fucking Nicolas Cage and George Clooney. <laughs> that's well, how, in some other timeline that's that a happened. movie yeah because i don't know if you've seen the picture of nicholas cage testing oh the yeah, suit. yeah it's famous oh my god george clooney nicholas i think if you had nicholas cage as superman which what the fuck that's so stupid who would you want to be his batman in a batman versus Superman? i wouldn't want george john travolta yeah honestly <laughs> that's what i was thinking like face off but like yeah then have i don't know john, his- john malkovich is the baddie as luther yeah. There you go. Saves yeah. the whole movie. Um, who... Wow. Yeah, who could be... I don't want to say Joker, because Joker's just so played out. But I'm trying to think people on that level. Should be a joke. Maybe uh, who could um, Jeff Goldblum be? Oh, yeah. Alfred. Jeff Goldblum from today Yeah, as Alfred with... Uh, uh, I don't know. This already sounds bad. This sounds great. <laughs> Just, I wish we got Amy Poehler as Batgirl. <laughs> Fuck off! I'm, just I'm not thinking, watching how this ridiculous movie. Yeah, I'm not watching it? this movie. <laughs> I would watch with Amy Poehler. I would watch. I would watch Nicolas Cage in in, in Superman. 100. I wish it happened. Uh, I think we've mentioned the Kevin Smith story of how he got involved. I think, mm. and they were like, write this, and he's like, no, this is terrible. It's giant tarantula, wasn't it? Yeah, and you know, it ended up in Wild West. Wild Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> That what's worse, this movie or Wild Wild West? I've not seen Wild Wild West. Oh, oh, you, wait, did you watch it as a kid? It was my cousins had it, so yeah. kind of watched bits on VHS. But um, it, Men in Black didn't really hit with me as a kid okay. either. Oh, like I, I watched it yeah. and I was like, okay, but it didn't really yeah. connect with me the way this film did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go on to say, I've watched Men in Black recently because my work started airing all of them. And the first one for me, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, they should have just done a movie together that wasn't like so, so, so silly. Because mm. I'm like, you're both so good. Will, you're so funny. You bounce off Tommy Lee, the serious but funny too. All the best parts in that movie is when they are interacting. And then mm. it gets like super silly. But just like Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey in the last movie we were talking about, <laughs> the, the buffoonery. Uh, so I guess we should uh, get into this. Oh yeah, this bad boy. Are you ready to talk about Batman Absolutely. and Robin? Absolutely, Batman and Robin from 1997. Uh, I love the the symbol they've got for this in the opening credits. You got the bat symbol uh, with the Robin symbol on top. This uh, was a big deal. I think it looked kind of cool. Everyone had this logo was like the cool updated one. People had it on like shirts and yeah. all sorts of stuff with the red smoke in the background. Oh yeah, thought it looked pretty cool. Um, we start up with a, a kind of suiting up sequence where you get all these gratuitous shots of 
these boys in their oh boy. tight rubber suits yeah. showing off their bums. You get bat nips, bat butts, bat crotch. Have you seen uh, Wallace and Gromit? Oh, yeah. I, I always think whenever I see these suiting up things, I always think of... Wallace is bed tipping and him oh, like yeah. falling into the trousers <laughs> and getting suited up. It's whenever I see a shot like this. Uh, but yeah, lots of close-ups on their tight rubber bums here. Yeah, it's so strange. It's it's great. Um, the Batmobile is then revealed and Robin just continuing from the last film, just being a bit of a shit, bit of a spoiled brat, uh, being like, oh, I want a car like that. Chicks dig dig a car. That's the first line in this movie. Yeah. And you already knew the tone of this movie. Chicks, dig a car. <laughs> um, and Alfred, being classic Alfred, is like, oh, please make sure you bring it back in one piece. So Batman drives off, but then it's revealed that Robin has a uh, a motorbike. Robin cycle. What's it called? Something. Robin bike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks know. lit. Like, yeah, it matches look, his I colors. Think it, I don't know why he's complaining. Why does he want a car? Yeah, he's, he's boosting. He needs to, like, relax. He's got a lit bike. Be fair, the cars are safer. I don't, yeah, I think motorcycles are cool and, you know, shout out anyone who rocks them, but I don't really fuck with that. I don't want to die. It's kind of weird because this whole film, it's Batman trying to protect Robin and Robin's like, dad, I'm not a kid anymore, is essentially what this film is. But Batman's like, no, it's for your own protection. (laughs) Uh, You can't have a car. You can have a bike. You can ride a motorbike. That's fine. Yeah, it's strange. Uh, Strange. (laughs) Um, Batman gets a video message from Gordon saying that there is a new criminal on the scene, Mr. Freeze. Uh, this felt very 60s Adam West Batman. This whole movie is Yeah, that. and I, I kind of, I like that tone um, for this. Yeah. And, and this did feel a very much callback to that. Uh, and Batman just goes, hmm, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. We are at the Gotham Museum of Art. Uh, maybe you kind of mentioned it beforehand about the CGI I, I gotta say, as much as we are going to shit on this film, I love how Gotham looks in this. Yeah, I mean, the whole the movie is visually fun to watch. Again, so colorful, mm. everything looks great. What is with this giant statue with the arms? I don't know, but it's cool. I want to go there. It's it's like, uh, if you haven't seen this film before or, or for a while, yeah. you've got this giant statue in Gotham, kind of like... I guess like the Statue of Liberty, yeah. but it's like this guy with his arms stretched out and you've got the monorail like, like highways through it. Yeah. I think Gotham looks really it's cool. It's very here. neo-noir, like Tokyo-esque. Like they're going for that futuristic, but old at the same time. I think that's what's cool with Gotham, yeah. where you've got other superheroes that are set in actual cities. Like right. We all know Spider-Man is in New York, New York, that kind of thing. So I think you can have a bit of freedom with Gotham to make it like a big US metropolis but you can kind of make it slightly otherworldly and I, I yeah. think they do this pretty well and again like the whole film is dark gloomy um, it's all set at nighttime pretty much but the city looks cool with all this neon as well neon yeah, throughout the whole thing this one's thing. very like more kid friendly like definitely the kid most kid friendly out of all the movies we've watched so like of these Batman ones and it's like it's it's taking that but mixing it mixing it so colorful. It Everything's feels, that color. It feels to me like a theme park. It feels like a, a yeah. land. Like you know, you get like what is it, Tomorrow World, right. and then you've got like Gotham. Actually, yeah, reading, just reading some of it. The the set peop, the person who's like the art director or whatever producer of this movie was aiming to make it look like the World Fair. Like, okay, but like set in some neo noir Tokyo esque mm. futuristic thing. 
or something along those lines. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly because you see like the glowing signs always and yeah. light up things. And yeah, it's not like in Japanese or anything, but it looks just like that, like in video games or I'm getting that feel, right? It looks great. Even in the Arkham games, like the way they designed the, yeah. the, the sets there, it's pretty good. What's the, the Batman one where you're outside in the city? Gotham, Gotham City? Yeah, it must be. Yeah. That, I played that for a little bit and I was like, that's crazy. You can fly around the like city and it looks just like it like yeah. light pink lights and stuff it's great so thumbs up from me on the set design 10 out of 10 10 movie. out of 10 this movie's great we're at the gotham museum of art where we meet mr freeze played by arnold schwarzenegger uh freeze freezes the cops who are coming after him as he says the ice man cometh yes i'm going to quote every single oh good I, I have them all <laughs> um he goes, your condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. Grabs a diamond from this museum of art. Um, I, he says, in this universe, there's only one absolute. Everything freezes. I don't know if that's true. Try speaking to the bottle of vodka in our freezer. Is it not frozen? No, vodka doesn't freeze. Right, true. So, right one the- day, it could if it gets that cold. It ha- it doesn't freeze at regular temperatures. I believe right. it's got to go like m- minus, minus, minus. Like if it became like the end of the world freezing over, it, we could. Let's see. Yeah, what temperature does vodka? Because I know we covered the animated Batman thing, but and a lot of listeners were messaging, "Hey, you guys are going to cover Sub Zero, which was the animated Mister Freeze story, which is very similar to the plot of this movie, and right. it's actually really good. I just don't think it was in theaters, but I had that as well as a kid, and it was really, really lit. So I know we had some of the Batman animated fans, uh, and th- then Sub Zero was pretty good do you, do you have you ever seen it i have not oh, no yeah, it was good i've not seen many of the animated ones yeah it's good minus 26 celsius wow. is what vodka will freeze at celsius so i guess what do you mean celsius? no i know <laughs> someone That's how we no someone somewhere just went celsius americans work it out <laughs> calculator <laughs> yeah um so everything freezes he is right everything does freeze he freezes people um and then batman gloriously smashes through the top window. Why can't he ever use the doors? It's like, I need to stop this criminal from causing all this damage. So at I'm the just, Museum of at Art. At the Museum of Art. So I'll just smash this. Maybe in Gotham, if you're a designer, just don't design glass Windows. roof ceilings. Just, it's like, hey, the Museum of Art's getting attacked by this new criminal, and he crashes through the window and then slides down a giant dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Why? First of all, it's Museum of Art. Did, did someone just create this dinosaur, or was it here because it's some museum? Yeah, I mean, I, not I, I'd question whether a diamond is art yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, would it be an art museum? All I know is you're, we're like two, three, five minutes into this movie, and Batman's sliding down a dinosaur. He is. Let's go. He is. <laughs> and says, I'm Batman. <laughs> Swoops down and they fight. I always love in these these early Batman films, it's always... Batman just looking fabulous, floating down with yeah. his, his wings spread. Um, uh, Mr. Freeze says, you aren't sending me to the cooler. <laughs> Might be my favourite. Might be. No, there's better. There's a few. <laughs> um, this, this like... Now it becomes a hockey game. <laughs> yeah, so we've got this, this vase, like, part of the museum starts getting thrown in the air and kind of passed about a little. Um, you can see... I write in my notes a lot in this film. You can see the strings. And that doesn't mean you can necessarily see the strings, but you just see the way things move. You can tell they're being pulled by strings. Okay. Whereas I think technology's come along a, a lot more where if someone gets hit, right. you see them like 
it move as yeah. if they've been hit, whereas you can see him like yanking <laughs> it, and this vase here is just like floating around. Oh um, my god! As they're trying not to smash it, yeah. This I call them the Putty Patrol, but basically, Mister Freeze's minions are the Putty Patrol. I joked about how this show, this movie, was basically designed to sell a lot of toys. Mm. It did its job. I had the whole set of yeah. this. I had these guys. These I, hockey I had two of these hockey players, a Mister Freeze, and his like his truck thing, his yep. ice, his ice mobile or whatever. Because I had the Batman mobile from the past movie, which is right. the same one in this movie. I was. I was living the dream. Is it dream. slightly changed? I think they had silver There's to it something different. Yeah, all his, all his gear is like iced up. Because yeah. later in the movie, he's like, I'm fighting an ice guy. I got to like... Be look, icy. Yeah, I got to look icy. 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 Yeah, Brandon clipped that. Icy. <laughs> uh, I love how Batman's just fighting with like these hockey players and they're doing this whole thing and then robin's like well uh, i guess i'm gonna like surfs up and then goes cowabunga it's like uh oh wait that was a little later on it's just it's just so already it's so ridiculous yeah so they're kind of playing with these they're playing hockey with the diamonds that are trying to be stolen and everything's getting frozen uh this is very this this to me is kind of a copy of one of those scenes with the Joker and all of his minions. Yeah. It it looks like the same set just changed. This is exactly... I, I watch a lot of the Batman 60 show mm. uh, at another station I work at. We air it. And it's like, that's exactly it. I notice after watching the 60 show episodes, it's the same sets changed and the different criminals have just different outfits. Yeah. If you work for Catwoman, your your guys are dressed as all like the cat Cats. outfits. And, and then stuff. you'll put on penguin things. Yeah, it's, but, yeah. it's all... They were sailors, I think, he had for some reason. Yeah, that's right. I don't know why. I watched that. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, but it's it's the same same like, thing, and that is exactly what this this movie is taking from that '60s and taking straight from a comic book. I will say, out of all these, I, this movie is not a, like a good movie by any mm. means, but it totally feels like you're watching a comic. book. It does, yeah. Like I will give Schumacher credit for that because I feel like he was like, well, they want a kids movie. Every, I'm get every frame is filled yeah. with like stuff to look at yeah, there's yeah. there's so many so many things to look at it does look cool this film and i then, think in my opinion and then you have arnie going what killed the dinosaurs the ice age <laughs> he freezes him. <laughs> so uh, it's the hockey team from hell yeah so big fight scene robin comes in for the save um, there's some just great music playing. The, the music's great. Yeah. I will say, uh, I think it's Elliot Goldenthal, uh, who's apparently done all these other movies I've done, including like Pet Cemetery and stuff, but all, all sorts of crazy stuff. SWAT across the universe. Oh, I remember SWAT. Final Final Fantasy. He's even worked on like he's he plays in some stuff. Because I will say, it, it's some of the music in this is pretty lit. <laughs> Freeze tries to escape in his. Freeze rocket, can we call it? Yeah, what the fuck? He just decides to fly to space? Yeah, he's like, right, I've got to escape, got to go to space. But Batman swoops in just before this door closes. The rocket starts to take off. Robin tries to save Batman by jumping onto the rocket. Now he's clinging to the outside. um, And Mr. Freeze reveals that his plan is to take this rocket into space, causing Batman to freeze to death. And Mr. Freeze will escape. Yeah. Um, Good plan. During this scene, uh, George Clooney had injured his leg uh, <laughs> playing basketball. So throughout this scene, they had to cut off the the boot to his bat right. suit. Okay. So he'd wear a cast on top because obviously you can't fit a cast in his right. bat suit. 
and he's visibly limping inside this rocket. Can you see the cast? You can't see the cast, but you see him limping oh, around. Because I got uh, my, one of my favorite movies, Rumble in the Bronx with Jackie Chan. Half, like near the end of the filming of the movie, he broke his leg. Mm. So if you have the Blu-ray and HD, you could just look and you're like, he's wearing a you cast. Can, you can probably see it. You <laughs> I'm can like, probably he's wearing see a cast. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I just, I, like, Batman's up in this thing. Mr. Freeze, for some reason, wants to go to space. Robin's there. He's saving him. It reminded me of another movie that came out in 1997, Austin Powers, where Dr. Evil's getting in the... that 97? Yeah. yeah, And goes off. 97 was popping. So uh, this rocket's flying into space, uh, and Mr. Freeze ejects himself to fly away, sprouting these wings as well. It's a frozen butterfly. Really cool. Yeah, you fancy. I love this. Very icy. This guy's great. Um, Robin, uh, Batman sets up all these explosions to blow up the rocket and him and Robin escape. Robin, now, this is taken out of Power Rangers. This has to be. Skateboarding in the sky. Yeah, down this is from, where he's doing it. Down, they're both, they're both sky surfing here. Yeah. In in Power Rangers, it was Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, keep on... Oh, that's keep on, right, yeah. yeah. People keep Is it the video on, game one? Nah, nah. No. Isn't that the one where they're flying through the sky? In this one, Robin's just like, cowabunga, which is totally like Ninja Turtles. It's everything, they're taken from all sorts of different things here, but wow, just, just nuts that Batman and Robin are sky surfing. Oh, yeah. Why not? So they get to Freeze's lair, and Mr. Freeze freezes Robin, saying, Stay cool, bird boy. Uh, Batman then has to make a choice between chasing the villain or saving Robin. Ugh. It's not quite the same dilemma as in Dark Knight, where it's like, you're going to save your woman or Harvey Dent. Right. This is like, oh, you can either try and arrest me or just save your mate. It's like, well, I'm going to save my mate, aren't I? <laughs> He was just trying to escape. And then I love this line because of how shit it is. It's not even an ice pun, but it's just, I'll kill you next time. (laughs) It's just so on the nose. I love love Arnie. I'll kill you next time. Arnie's fucking great. Um, This is where I've written, okay, these lines are terrible. This is so much worse than I thought. Because (laughs) this is a film, as as you said, I, I loved as a kid. And I'm, I'm aware how bad it is after the fact, but I haven't rewatched it since my love for it as a kid, yeah. I don't think. So it is quite funny as an adult now going, oh, yeah, this is bad. Yeah, this is a really bad movie. <laughs> we then uh, see uh, Uma Thurman, who is playing, I'm trying to remember the, the doctor's name, Julia. Is it's it something? No, I- uh, Pamela. Pamela Isley. Pam- Pamela Lillian Isley. Yes. Lily. <laughs> Lily. Um, she's playing this kind of weird, like, botanical uh, scientist. Um, she's doing research. She's in, a, like, a greenhouse full of all these plants, greenhouse lab kind of thing, recording her her research on a dictaphone. And as she's walking around, we're hearing these screams coming from another room. Um, it's like a basement. Yeah. It's almost like she didn't know it was there. It. Yeah, she's kind of... It feels like she's stayed at work like after hours yeah. so everyone kind of assumes she's not there this is Selena Kyle right the this same, is exactly the same you know it is rem- Catwoman it reminds me actually have you seen this trending video with the girl in New York in her, in her apartment have you seen okay so no. it's, it's trending like all day yesterday and today this girl in her apartment every time she goes into her bathroom she was would feel a cold breeze right so she's like what is this coming so she was filming videos like for a tiktok and instagram of like a breeze coming and not she couldn't explain where it was coming from mm. 
so realized it was coming not from like a door or something, but behind her mirror in her bathroom. She moved her mirror, and there's a cutout leading into another room. So she puts her camera through it. It's terrifying. I highly recommend looking this up. She puts the camera through it, goes to her roommates, like, scared as shit. And they go, like, there's a whole, like, apartment back there. So she, she goes in while filming, and it seems like someone had been living there. And, like, it's a whole other secret condo, like, hidden away. Hmm. So now she's telling her landlord boarding it up. That's exactly what Poison Ivy... <laughs> I highly recommend There's looking at story stories up. of people, like, living in yeah. in the attic and stuff yeah. like that. She, she films herself, like, telling her roommates, like, look, peek through. Like, what the fuck? Like, she's she's almost, like, crying. She's really scared. And her roommate's like, whoa, like, it's like Parasite. <laughs> I'd be ter- I'd move away. I'm always convinced there's someone in the scrump Because <laughs> I, I rarely go into that scrump room. And sometimes I'm here on my own and I'm hearing footsteps and things. <laughs> But I just decide to stay in my room. I'm like, I'll let them do their thing. It's like, I know you're here. That's because we have the haunted chair, bro. That's because yeah. you're sitting in it right yeah, now. I know. It's like, I'm not going to confront you. If we don't confront each other, we'll be fine. You stick to the scrum room. I'll stick here. I feel like a real person more than a ghost would scare me. I don't want oh, 100%. My house. Yeah, fuck. Uh, so this Pamela Isley is following the screams and sees this mad scientist, like classic mad scientist with the little round glasses and the big wacky hair. Who, he's got this guy who's strapped down. He's like uh, cuffed his hands. He puts a a luchador mask on him. Inserts pretty his, much, yeah. It's yeah. Inserts these tubes and fills him up with venom. Um, venom. While like world leaders, liquid. secret like army, evil politician people are like watching on this demonstration. Yes. Um, this is very uh, Captain America esque. He's basically trying to make a a super soldier. And he says he's going to create the ideal killing machine and thus is born Bane. The venom keeps pouring into him. We see this guy who starts off uh, just little weed. Yeah. Um, he said he was a criminal, but like tiny. Yeah. yeah. Building all these muscles, veins, like purple veins, pulsating. Um, this guy was a, a wrestler, wasn't he? This guy was. Uh, the guy who plays Bane is Robert Swenson, and uh, he he actually died after filming this movie. He, uh, so, which is very sad. Um, but so he, I believe, he got to go to the premiere of this, and then like shortly after, actually passed away. Uh, but he is also no. He's also in No Holds Barred. Uh, he's played in like other like movies where he's always like the the muscly guy, but he had uh, like some sort of a wrestling career, WCW and some other stuff back in the day. But um, yeah, I, I, it's it's weird because he, he this this guy always I don't know if he necessarily scared me, but it looks gross with the makeup with the veins and everything. I never like seeing veins. Yeah, I don't anyway, like veins. Gross. And when they yeah. they're like purple with green, yeah. it's like oh you're infected. It's yeah, uh, so the, the guy uh, unfortunately passed away. So R.I.P. And I know he was friends with like Hogan and, and some and some people. It says here he was also friends with James Caan. So like, hey, rest in peace. But he plays a great scary. It looks like a wrestler. Like, yeah, literally he, looks he, like a wrestler. He, that's the design of him. He's a like a big muscly. He's a Mil Muertes essentially here. Yeah, he? I mean, no, no, no disrespect to to this guy. I mean, he, again, this movie is what it is. Mm. He, he he's working with what he's gotten here. He usually grunts and just says a few words in this movie. But comparing him to like the Bane character later on, it's such a completely different. Yeah, contrast. so they've they've taken the character of Bane but essentially just the only characteristic they've taken of him is, is look. you're a big guy because Bane is meant to be super intelligent and I mean yeah. he's the one that defeats Batman in the comics uh, Poison Ivy has a sidekick 
that is just some big muscle guy that like does her her stuff for her. Right. They just took that and put Bane in the slot. Bane. I think his name was like Ivar or something. Something right. weird. Uh, and yeah, it's it's they just totally took that story and put Bane into mm. the picture. And you're like, okay, well, Bane's actually more. If you you know read the books and stuff, there there was so much more to that character that later on you see in the next time he's yeah. brought up it's like whoa look at the difference of i think i think most people watch this movie and then years later we're like bane i don't want to see that guy. oh yeah i remember the yeah. the kind of everyone's like oh. say backlash but people were were kind of questioning it yeah. when bane was going to be like, lead. Oh, but then like, like comic heads were going no 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 no, no. the character bane is really yeah, interesting that's exactly and they cast it. tom hardy so yeah it should be good yeah um so this guy bane breaks free uh, and that's when Dr. Jason Woodrow, the mad scientist, sees Pamela Isley watching on, uh, catches her, and she she says she's heard everything and didn't do all this work with plants to lead to world domination. Um, so She's going to snitch on him. He's She's going to snitch. So Woodrow goes, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm afraid you're going to have to die. Um <laughs> I think he might be the best. He might have the best performance in the whole film. Uh, apparently, this guy does the voice of the Riddler in the animated show. Okay, that's why they kind of gave him a little gig here. And I believe he even does the voice of the Riddler in the video games. Right. I, I thought his voice was crazy, and I quickly looked I th- him up. I think he's the best yeah. actor in this. He's great. I, like it's nothing. I think Mad Scientist played the part perfectly. He was yeah. kind of creepy and scary. Um, I thought he did a really good I job. Love it. So he pushes her over. Like over one of these like lab tables, oh. and a load of beakers and things smash around her. So this venom and toxins are pouring yeah. onto Pamela Isley, and these vines start wrapping around her. Feed me, as well. <laughs> it very much, very much. We go to the Batcave where Batman and Alfred are learning all about Doctor Victor Freeze. Spelt F-R-I-E-S. Freeze. <laughs> so this is similar. We talked about how Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face got like this 10-second origin story mm. in the Batcave. They do the same thing with Freeze here. Like, hey, here's like this clip of this guy like working on this McGregor's, this fake disease they made for this thing. Like McGregor's syndrome. His wife has it. He's trying to work on the thing. And it's showing the clip. We mentioned how Freeze has 27 puns and they're all about yeah. like thing. I think the best one is here from George Clooney. Okay. He's like, okay, see, he's working in the lab and this is where everything goes north. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking howled, George Clooney. This is where everything goes north and then plays the clip of him falling and turning into Freeze. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> so Freeze is, his plan is to freeze his wife who's dying until he can find a cure for her disease. But he accidentally trips and falls into this minus 50 uh, like cold chamber. He should have been more careful. He's, he should have. He survived, but it mutated his body and he needs extreme cold uh, to survive. So he's designed this suit uh, which keeps his body at the right temperature, but it's powered by diamonds. 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 Forever. Yeah, I, I love his little origin story here. It's it's kind of shit, but it's what the... St- I kinda, yeah, I kind of like this. Is, yeah. I think you, you always want to see how it happens he's got a good he's got a good reason i think yeah he's an anti-villain really i like starting the the film with having the villain kind of already formed i think it just throws you right into it right uh but i quite like this seeing his transformation and yeah they're making him slightly sympathetic as well you do 
he is justified for his reasons. We yeah. understand why he's doing these things. A motive. Which, uh, yeah. A lot of these villains, you don't quite know why they're doing it. Because at this point, he's stealing diamonds so that he can stay alive, so that he can save his wife. Yes. He's, he's not, like, just killing people. He's just freezing them. He just wants diamonds he's right freezing. now. Yeah. So Batman is pissed at Robin for coming along uh, to the museum when he told him not to. Robin says, quite justifiably, like, how are we supposed to work together if you can't even trust me? Um, Alfred tells Batman that, look, you don't really trust anything, anyone. Batman's like, well, I trust you, Alfred. Um, they have a bit of a, a heart-to-heart here. I will say it right now. The best parts of this movie are George Clooney and the guy who plays Alfred. Alfred. The 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 actual the reason I I said I think George Clooney makes a good Bruce Wayne is because you don't see Bruce Wayne being this like gentle maybe this this like actual human being inside the way he he interacts with Alfred in this and uh, Michael Go we've mentioned that we thought he's been great in all the past Batman mm. movies we've been talking about the. The whole movie sucks, and then there's a little bit of actual like acting and heart-to-heart, and it's the scenes with these guys. This is what you always want from Alfred. Yeah. You, you want Alfred who... Uh, Bruce seems to know everything, but it's always Alfred there to kind of teach him the things he's forgetting. Yeah. Like, you've got to trust this guy. Yeah, essentially, he's 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 like his father, essentially. Yeah. And there's lots of like flashbacks and stuff. But I think I think this shows that like, hey, you know what? George Clooney is just a good actor in maybe dramas because the, the best acting he does in this movie is not the action scene. Sorry, no. George, but it's the to- the talking. And I thought he was really good. That's the only bits really that. And you don't want to. No one wants to watch a movie with Bruce Wayne and Alfred just talking. No. So yeah, it's kind of like um, in the Amazing Spider Man. The, yeah. the Andrew Garfield one. Okay. It got to the point where I was like, I just love watching Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield True. flirt with each other. <laughs> like, this is the most, like, real thing of this film that right. I'm actually, like, into. Because their, their chemistry's great and they're great actors. And then as soon as he's Spider-Man, I'm like, ah! Yeah. Can I just watch more of Peter and <laughs> just have, like, a 500 Days of Summer of these two? <laughs> like, uh, can we just do that? No, you don't want that. Um... We go back to the lab where we see Dr. Jason Woodrow is walking around on his phone saying that we're going to have these super soldiers ready for tomorrow. And that's when Poison Ivy comes out of the ground. This is Pamela Isley, but she's transformed. She's now got red hair, this this green suit. She's looking rather attractive. Oh, yeah. She's uh, Uma Thurman looking... Like the greatest again, uh, sex icon. I, I see this costume like ten times. You see, obviously, like the cartoon version, the mm. poison ivy outfits and stuff. But it's such an iconic thing with the look. Later on, she puts the buns up, like the wig with the buns up, mm. pointing up in the air with the red hair and the orange. And it's it's uh, it looks so visually pleasing. I think after watching this, um, I'm not saying this is a better movie, but I prefer Poison Ivy to maybe Catwoman just because of like how colorful and like plant-related it is as a character. It's a, I, I would say if it's Halloween yeah. and you're picking a costume, I think this is a more interesting costume to wear. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Whereas it's like, oh, cool, you're wearing black and yeah. that is awesome. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I've seen, some, I've seen some people pull this costume off for like real, like some people that look like her and stuff, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I like the ones that really look like vines yeah still wrapped um there's a character in some of the latest spider-man comics called silk okay um and her first costume she she's basically a character got that got bitten by the spider as well okay oh right her, okay, fos- yeah. her first costume she makes out the webbing right okay um she ends up having more like spider-man like yeah. but i really like the one which is just web right around her and that's 
Yeah, when I sing Poison Ivy, which is just like her the costumes vines. made from the vines, I think yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so Woodrow is kind of a little spooked that she's alive. Pamela, you look great for a, a dead woman. <laughs> um, and then this kind of, I'll just say porn music starts to play. Wow. Yeah, very Val Venus-esque. Yeah. Um, and she goes, hello, Jason. I think I've had a change of heart. She's now being all sexy and she says that her blood has been replaced by aloe her skin by chlorophyll and filled my lips she leans in and kisses him on the mouth with venom thus poisoning Woodrow we see his tongue start to turn green and he dies and she goes oh yeah I should have mentioned this earlier I'm poisoned she says I am mother nature which I'm pretty sure was like the original name for her because they're like let's just make a mother nature let's just change it to a different make our own kind of thing and I'm glad they did I like the name Poison Ivy I think it's great yeah I like it it works Uh, she then starts smashing up everything in the lab and she says I want to take back the world it's not nice to fool with mother nature and she starts this fire in the lab but sees one of the beakers that says Wayne Enterprises. So she has a plane to catch. So she, I think she like burns down this place, takes the insurance money, and then uh, going to go ask Bruce Wayne to sign this bill that just allows like, I don't know, global warming, fix, fix everything in the world, yeah. environmental shit. But again, a nice motive for a villain. Yeah, she's she's Daniel Bryan, just taking things a bit too she, far. She, yeah, like someone someone tried to kill her. It didn't happen. It it helped her come this new thing. So she got revenge, killed that guy. I wouldn't say she's done anything wrong yet. No, and says, you know what? This world has gone to shit. I need to like we need to grow more trees. Yeah, she's basically going. I'm going to prove to everyone we need to be vegan. Absolutely, <laughs> that's what she's doing. Greenpeace. <laughs> um, Mister Freeze is now conducting. All his minions to sing for him. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. <laughs> As he's Snow. smoking away on a cigar. Uh, but we realize he's running out of the diamonds, but he does have one giant one. And if he can get one more of these big diamonds, he'll have enough to freeze the city. And thus, when the city is frozen, he won't need to wear his suit because he can just live. Yeah. Uh, Free. In- yeah, live well, free. I love uh, his sidekick here. All the villains got like their their arm candy, and he's got uh, Vivica A. Fox playing Ms. Behaven, <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, screw screw your wife. Come hang out with me. Let's you know, let's have some fun. And I need to be warmed up." And he's like, "No, no, no, I'm busy." And she's like, "Wow, talk about your cold shoulder." Oh, <laughs> I love Vivica A. Fox. <laughs> She's great. So he says he's going to hold the city hostage until he uh, can finish his research and find a cure. And that's where Freeze checks on his wife. And we see that he's got her in this water tank just floating. She's just there. floating. Just floating. Somehow. Uh, back at Wayne Manor, uh, this, the doorbell rings and we have this schoolgirl at the door. And Robin says, please say you're looking for me. (laughs) But she's there for Uncle Alfred. It's his niece, Barbara. I I was like, hey, Alicia Silverstone's in this. That's great. And then I was instantly distracted by Bruce Wayne's, George Clooney's great turtleneck. Oh, very nice turtleneck. (laughs) I'm going to get one. I like his dressing gown as well. It's something I miss. (laughs) I I have such a nice dressing gown back in the UK. Bring it over. Oh, it's so comfy. I I do want to get one. I want one of these turtleneck, man. He doesn't have the chain. Because, you know, real Gs don't need to show off their chains. I'm... I. 
like I've been losing a bit of weight. I want to get to a point where I can pull off a turtleneck. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like it's a. I, I'm like I don't have hair on my head, and bald guys go good with turtlenecks for some reason. So I know it's a vibe. But we know neither of us can pull it off like Jesse from the Six. No, he. No. You just know he'd be able to I'm rock a turtleneck. To, and you, have you seen how he rocks the oh next hoodie? the white claw hoodie? Yeah. yeah. ProSNTs.com slash up next. Yeah. 20% off right now, March Madness. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love this turtleneck. Alicia Silverstone, I mean, uh, Clueless, she's famous for. I'm not too big on Alicia Silverstone. So she got a lot of shit for this Yeah, film. reading up on this movie, it appears she, like she didn't have too much fun She uh, put on a couple of pounds um, before this film, and basically the media were just targeting really her. Really mean, yeah. Fat shaming her and all this. And you look at her. Fucking not yeah, that like at what? all. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Uh, Joel Schumacher would uh, shoot down a lot of journalists in interviews, especially women. He'd be like, "Like, this is disgusting. How are you? Uh, how are you like shaming this teenager? Right? Um, like, shouldn't you be trying to like support women? Right? Stuff That's, like yeah, that. Yeah, good for him. Cause um, it's pretty shit. Just reading stories, like so many people were going after. Just like someone must have leaked. So she, the bat suit had to like get refixed for her. Yeah, for her scene. So they cut out some of. There was supposed to be a lot more scenes with her right. apparently, and. Someone leaked this, and that's what caused this whole story of her, like, you know, oh, she's she's fat now. It's like, what? No, she's not. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, I know she hasn't done too many things that I'm uh, big on. I know she got – was she the one who got kind of famous a few years ago? For She's the one who feeds her kid like a bird. What? Did you hear about this? No. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a thing. She she put a video out where she she feeds her babies like a bird feeds their babies. So, like – Eat something and then like oh, okay. puts it back out or something. I, right, I could be wrong, but yeah, I'm trying. I don't like. She's someone where I'm aware of her name, but can't think of anything I've seen her in. Be- yeah, Clueless. I never watched Clueless. Oh, it's pretty good. Paul um, Rudd, I think. I think Paul I. Rudd. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I don't know any. I'm looking through her IMDb. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was right. Alicia Silverstone feeds her baby mouth to mouth <laughs> like right. a bird. <laughs> Probably because of all that fat shaming. <laughs> you don't want to be... You need to... No, we're shoot. having half of yeah. this. I'm having half with you. God forbid you put on a few pounds. <laughs> um, so we're learning about Barbara here, who lost both her parents, and Alfred's been supporting her ever since. Um, he believes um, that she's studying at oxbridge this is great it's not a real place is it no so well we we use the term oxbridge because oxford and cambridge are the top two universities so uh when you're going through like secondary school when you start going to like apply for unis we have um oh what's the name you know in what the u.s what are the the group of like top universities called uh i can't remember no idea but we've got yale yeah, but there's a, a name that's like, oh, you're at a such and such university. Kappa Pi fraternity. I don't know. No, um, <laughs> I can't remember. But we, we basically have the, the Russell Group in the UK, mm-hmm. which is the like elite universities. If you go to one of the Russell Group unis. Elite. And then Oxford and Cambridge are at the top. So a lot of people need like extra lessons and stuff if you're going to apply for Oxbridge, gotcha. as they say. But Oxbridge itself isn't a real school. school. Um, but it doesn't matter because she's not going there anyway. Yeah, she's she came back. She dropped out. Um, but they don't know that yet. She sees Robin's motorbike and thinks it looks kind of cool uh, and wants to give it a ride. But Alfred is like, ha, 
no Missy, you're not yeah. not going around riding on motorcycles. Come on. We learn that Alfred has been trying to find his brother Wilfred, um, who he thinks is somewhere in India, but he's for some reason what? desperate to find his brother who he's uh, lost contact with, and we'll, we'll yeah. kind of find out why a bit later. It, well, is it because he's like he's dying? He's dying, but yeah. there's no actual reason that he needs to like tell this guy Bruce is Batman. It's not like he no, but it seems like that's what he's. Trying I to think do. it's. I think it's he's trying to get Wilfred to be Alfred, essentially. Got you. Like, be like, yeah. I need someone to look after Bruce. Because they were going to make another movie, so they probably were going to say, this is Wilfred. Maybe. To someone else. Yeah. Uh, I believe they wanted Anthony Hopkins or something. Someone, oh. Someone weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's that could be what it was. But, uh, yeah, the Alfred pretty much is also, like, hiding an illness. Yes. That is the same. happens to just happen to be the same illness that Mr. Freeze's wife has. Exactly. Um, in the middle of the night, Barbara starts sneaking around Wayne Manor and f- goes to the room of the bikes, the motorbikes, and takes one, steals one. Thief. Um, this this family just welcomes you in with open arms, yeah, and that's what you do. Um, Bane and Poison Ivy are now at the uh, observatory, and Ivy's in her full like disguise now. Um we, we learn a lot more about this observatory as the film's going on. Bruce is donating a telescope to this observatory, which it's something to do with satellites and yeah. it's superhero science, right? Yeah, so superhero this, science. this uh, telescope can match up with these satellites and basically allow you to see anywhere in the world. He's at this kind of press conference saying about this telescope. Um, Media's pressing him on his girl. You yeah. get married? It's basically George Clooney. We know in 10 years this is going to be the actual topic. Oh, 100%. It's, it's very so, funny to watch, It's actually. so funny. The joke here is he's like, oh, marriage, like, oh, commitment. And it's like... His girl is right there next yeah. to him as well. Was that but, his actual... I, I, sorry, I believe his his girlfriend at the time was in this movie. I'm not sure if this was her. Oh, I don't know. I just meant Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's been asked about marriage and getting a bit awkward, but... Also kind of makes a cheeky little joke where he's like, oh, you can point the telescope anywhere except my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is, as far as the playboy of Bruce Wayne goes, this is it. Yeah, you don't see, again, you don't see too much of the the classic playboy Bruce Wayne. It's, this is, he's just donating this thing. People know who he is because it's weird. In other scenes, he's just Batman at the media stuff. Mm. So it's like, wouldn't you just be Bruce at this stuff? It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I know I, I'm praising him for like being Bruce, and it's not this scene that I'm praising. I'm praising him more so for the different side you don't see from the other actors before. Yeah. But yeah, maybe the low point is the, the, the Playboy-esque type thing. You, you do need a little bit of it. Yeah, and I know fans think they did this. His girlfriend here, I'm blanking on her name. I didn't write it down. But they're, they do. They, they think they do her dirty because in the comics, like, he's her his real first love. And in this movie, she's just another, like... This is Julia, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if she's... Julie, Julie Madison. Yeah, so, like, apparently, like, this character is in the comics and people are like, oh... They should have had I mean, I've said this every Batman film we've done. I, apart from Catwoman, I've never like taken to any of. Yeah, uh, it's not like a Lois Lane or a or a Mary Jane. Like right. I never think who's associated with Batman apart from Catwoman. Just Catwoman. Just yeah. Catwoman. They have kids. Um, and yeah, they they really don't focus on this. No, at all. not at all. She's just there 
for Bruce to kind of establish it's his arm hey party. I don't want to be married alright <laughs> we're, we're having fun we're having fun and that's the extent of it George did Stacey Keebly dirty he like dated her for so long she's like let's get married let's have kids he's like nah 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 I don't do that I don't do that like all the women in his life and then finally meets some next girl and he's like you know what let's get married yeah. <laughs> it happens and like the that the right one yeah, comes it happens, along it happens he knew uh, we have uh, Pamela uh, Pamela Isley here who approaches Bruce um, and she wants him to sign this bill for the, the yeah. thing but in the like in the small things you know the, the fine print that you should always look before accepting anything uh, it's like and it'll wipe out like humans and just take plants will take over yeah so <laughs> it's this contract yeah to be more energy efficient and all this kind of stuff basically but, fucking his everything up yeah and Wayne is saying here look it's all it's all nice idea, but if we don't use this the energy like we use, uh people are gonna die of cold and stuff as well. So it's like yeah, I think being green is great, but it's not like realistic. Yeah. Um still conversations we're having today. Yeah. 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 Well he shuts her down nicely. Mm. He's 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 polite. Um she makes a speech saying that no one can protect people with, with the way the world's going. This woman laughs and is like, oh, of course, we've got Batman and Robin. They protect us. Um, we then see Mr. Freeze, who's chilling. <laughs> see what I did there. Watching videos of him and his wife. We didn't have enough ice puns in this movie that you had to make. <laughs> um, he's, he's watching videos of him and his mo- wife. Uh, one of his minions interrupts him, so he just freezes him and says, I hate when people talk during the movie. Uh, one more diamond, my love. Uh, and he sees Bruce Wayne just happens to be doing a diamond fundraiser. So he's like, all right, well, more diamonds sounds good to me. But it, it is revealed that it's like, it's a setup. It's That's, a setup. They, they, they're yeah. doing it so that they know he'll show They'll up. They'll lure him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, huh. Diamond fundraiser? Just so happens I need a diamond. The diamonds. Um... So we're at this diamond fundraiser thing. And that's what I mean. It's not Bruce. It's Batman and Robin. Yeah. And everyone's just cool with these guys in these costumes. To be fair, everyone's in costumes and like weird shit. But also, yeah, you're right. It makes way more sense for Bruce to do this. If yeah. you're actually trying to lure them. In the other when movies, it's, it's he quickly dips out and changes. Yeah. Just do that. Exactly. Because if like Mr. Freeze seems really dumb here going yeah this. yeah because it's like oh batman and robin the two people that have already tried to stop me once already are throwing a diamond party fundraiser knowing i want diamonds it's because he's new at this he's not an actual villain okay. i think that's why i think that's what they're trying to get um so everyone's in costume we've got these kind of gorilla costumes uh this i thought was pretty cool it yeah. reminded me of uh this oh, what's it called mangoes or something in miami it's this it's this famous like bar club? there yeah. yeah where people are all this is like yeah again a bit of a fun this like, is like all very colorful there's flowers everything there's people in like shirtless with like paint on their bodies yeah, there's like great there's people in suits and fancy dresses like it's 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 a classic gotham city throws this wild party kind of esque type thing yeah um and then it goes into these giant pink purple fluffy gorillas oh they're awesome and you're like it at first they're starting to like push people and take their spots by walking over like lily pads and stuff um and then they just start to like 
dance. Da- dancing, it's great. Uh, apparently, this is like uh, a homage to like this movie called Blonde Venus from okay. like the 30s, and it's like they take from that and go with this for the gorillas. I was getting um, James Bond vibes. Yeah, for there, sure. There are those films. I, I'm thinking more like the Roger Moore ones, where he'll go to a place and there'll be this kind of yeah thing going on. I want to go here. Party. It was this great. Looks great. This is like Burning Man vibes. Poison Ivy then. Uh, reveals herself and I'm getting Moulin Rouge vibes here. This is Nicole yeah. Kidman coming down with the diamonds. Uh, really, like, good entrance from Poison Ivy here. Yeah, I love this. This is this is great. Again, I, I, I fancy Uma Thurman in this movie and this is definitely the scene like, oh, yeah. where she's revealing herself here. She, she blows this, I'm just going to call it a love powder. Right. Um, pheromones. These pheromones over everyone, which kind of makes them just infatuated with her. Uh, Robin just falls in love with this woman right away. Hi there. Um, So she's seducing everyone and is stealing jewels as she's doing it. And then Robin and Batman start fighting over how much they'll bid for Poison Ivy. So (laughs) at at this event, you can bid on these women we've got all these like beautiful women lined up and that, guys i think too. that the that people are bidding on but now everyone wants to bid for poison ivy and we're talking in the thousands for most of these women and now batman and robin are going four million well i i'll bid five million i'll bid six million Bat, bats goes uh one million and then he goes uh two million says robin he goes you don't have it well i'll borrow it from you four million five million and then i think in one of the most famous scenes in this movie it's just so fucking ridiculous Batman pulls out his Batman MasterCard. The Bat card. And if you look closely on the card when he pulls it out, when it says good through, like your credit mm. card tells you when it expires, it says forever. <laughs> <laughs> With the font from the last movie. <laughs> I love that so much. Why is this in a Batman movie? But I, I think it goes back to that Adam West thing. Yeah, yeah. Like this is, um, we've kind of talked in the last films about being a little bit disappointed with the gadgets because right. there isn't much. He's got a fucking this bat, is everything, card. and this is the bat shark repellent, uh, all the stuff yeah. from the sixties. You know, you got something on your belt for it, even. And if I was if I wasn't capped out at uh, Batman pulling out the Mastercard, this is when Mister Free shows up with the line, "All right, everyone, chill." <laughs> Fucking love it. I love it so much. And he ices them all. He's icing people. He asks, he sees Poison Ivy and he's like, hey, that's that's looking good. He goes, where are you supposed to be? Plant girl? Vine lady? Garden gal? <laughs> <laughs> Clever little clover. <laughs> Would say, mate, your name isn't yeah, the most, yeah. like, inventive. Your name was already Mr. Freeze anyway. <laughs> you just changed the spelling, Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. <laughs> there's, a, there's a worse one. Who's the guy? Captain Cold. He's an actual flash villain captain cold that's such a lame name i still want egghead in a movie egghead oh god there's a villain in the 60s show that was only ever in the show and then years later in a comic it's never been used in anything and it was like this pharaoh the sphinx he's like this right bald guy who's in charge of like it's all like egyptian and and shit it's so weird uh i'm i'm pretty sure uh, egghead was only in the yeah i'm pretty sure yeah maybe i'm thinking of the same guy yeah that guy's ridiculous (laughs) Fuck. There's so many weird Batman villains. Oh, love but it. I I love uh Mr. Freeze here. Everyone chill. I think it's hilarious. He he's going off with all these other puns that aren't ice related, but fuck. Now I'm reading Seinfeld star Jason Alexander wants to play the Batman villain Egghead. That'd be This was only a year ago. Be great. Yeah. Be great. 
Book yeah. it. Yeah, book it. Book it. Summer of Egghead. Yes. So, uh, Mr. Freeze is there freezing everyone. Uh, he tries to get the diamond from Ivy, and she tries to use her pheromones on Freeze to kind of keep the diamond, but he says, <coughs> it doesn't work on uh, the cold-hearted. Uh. Cool party, <laughs> as he leaves in his... I Did you guys have Robot Wars over here? Yeah. That's what his his getaway really vehicle looks like here. It's this like buggy, like with spikes on it's it. Just and got it's got spikes. Silver. Yeah. Again, I'm pretty sure I had this toy, and it's just like I don't understand why he would. I mean, it makes sense because it's ice, <laughs> but like just spikes. I don't really. Yeah. He's got to have a car because Batman's got a car. He does. It just doesn't look like a very cool one. No. Oh, sorry. Like it, pun. <laughs> it, it it looks like he needs it to break through things. So like fuck, I guess it's practical and not necessarily for looks. I guess, I guess. Yeah. Uh, one of the monkeys takes their like mask off, and it's revealed to be Bane. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Poison Ivy says we got work to do. Um, this is where uh, we've got this great sweeping shot of Gotham. And as... Um, we mentioned that giant statue. Yeah. They're, like, driving as on As Freeze it. is escaping and Batman's chasing him, this looks like a Mario Kart level yeah, to me. 100%. It looks really cool here. Yeah. Um, they're chasing around this giant statue. Uh, Batman tells Robin to pull back. They're, they're kind of riding down the arm of this statue, getting towards the hand, and it's going to be a jump. They're going to have to jump to, like, another building. And Batman is telling Robin to stop because he won't be able to make it. Um, Robin's like, fuck you, I can make it. So Batman, uh, like, talks to his headset. Siri, hey Siri. Hey Siri, hey, Google. disable the Robin bike, whatever it is. Stopping the bike from running. I thought this was really dangerous and risky. You almost just killed him. It's because the bike was just stops working and almost falls off the edge of it. Anyway, this would have killed him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Batman, what are you doing? Bad call here. Being Batman. a bad dad. Bad call. Um, so, Batman then uh, smashes through the window. They make this jump, and he apprehends Mister Freeze. I love the shot. It fades in, and it's him like just posing randomly with his Batman like cape and everything, just with a tied up Mister Freeze. It's like, yeah. who are you posing? To? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this pose? He's uh, fabulous, I've told you. He's fabulous. Uh, so Batman catches Mr. Freeze and he didn't need Robin's help. He didn't need Robin's help. But Robin is pissed that B- Batman stopped him. Uh, he thinks that this is all down to jealousy because Poison Ivy clearly likes Robin oh. more. Um, Batman basically says, look, it's my rules. You're living in my house. My way or the with highway. my money. So you do what I fucking tell you to do. Okay. Um, Bruce and Alfred have another heart to heart where yeah. Alfred's kind of telling him to to trust the kid and so that come kind on. of thing. It's got to be a family. Robin finds Barbara in the bike room as she wants to go for a ride. And uh, Robin tries to stop her and she takes him down with a hiya. It was like a judo throw. Judo throw. Hiya. <laughs> um, literally says hiya. He's like, yo, that was great. You want to do some laundry karate? <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about There's that. There's no scene. laundry karate. There's no in laundry this, karate in this, in this scene. Fuck. In this movie. Yeah. yeah this in this film, yeah. Black. That's why it sucks. Freeze is taken to Arkham Asylum. Um, and the police guards actually pull him out of his suit and make him stay 
like in a room that's not at the right temperature. So right. he's starting to... They make him weak. Yeah, it's yeah. making him weak because he, he needs to be in cold to survive. And There's they, another wrestler in this movie. Jesse Ventura as one of his oh. as one of his uh, guards here. Right, uh, him and Arnie are friends because they're in Predator yeah, together. Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, and both what go into politics, I think. Yeah. Um, and I could tell by you couldn't see him yet, but you could. He was talking, and I was like, "That's got to be." I I, did, I forgot it was him, but it's the body Jesse the Body Ventura. Nice. <laughs> they tell Freeze that he's going to be here for a long, long time. Um, and Freeze says, "Sadly, you won't be be here to see it." He knows he's going to get out. He knows he's going to get out. Um, Poison Ivy is now creating her lair with the help of Bane, just getting plants everywhere, making it look real nice. She uses a Turkish bathhouse. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, they scare off these neon men who are there. They're from the last movie. They are. They're the, the, the colorful lair, like these, like, uh, street gangs that love fluorescent neon paint. That's right. Yeah. There's even some graffiti of the Joker. I noticed that. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. There's a few moments where you see... Uh, we see the Riddler and um, Two Faces, Two Faces like costumes stuff, yeah. earlier. I, yeah, yeah. Um, these guys, these guys are great. I love the look of these these guys. Hello, my little pretty, pretty. You look good enough to eat. <laughs> so she says it took God seven days to make paradise. Let's see if I can do better. As she's just growing plants everywhere like a madman. Yeah, she, it's it, it is a good spot to use a Turkish bath that's like beaten down because it's got all the water areas and True. stuff. Like, yeah. it makes it nice and hot and steamy for your plants. Bruce is with Julie, um, who tells him that she wants to be with him forever, and he's like, no. <laughs> he doesn't want to commit, and he sees poison ivy. In the distance, she's saying, look, I want to be with you forever. You and me forever. I want a life with you. No pressure, though. Just answer me when when you're ready. <laughs> it's like, it sounds like a lot of pressure there, love. And he's like, uh, so that's that's cool. That's cool. Maybe I'll think about it, Ivy. And she's like, whoa, Ivy. Ivy. Who's Ivy? And he's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I can't tell you. Which, if have you ever done that? I don't he know. does the I Ross take the Rachel on, uh, on her. Yeah, he? yeah. Like I, I'm happy to say I've never done that slip up. I, uh, when I was a student, was uh, like very briefly seeing this girl. Yeah. And it's a night out, and we're going back to someone's <laughs> house. Uh, and we're all in a cab, right? And the friends are like, "Oh yeah, so when we when we get to Laura's, we're doing this and talking about Laura's." And I went, "Laura, who the fuck is Laura?" Oh no! And she like hit me, and I tried to just play it off like I'm joking, like, oh, but no. I genuinely was like, "Who's this Laura?" People are going on about. <laughs> but I've never said the wrong name. No, never. I've never, never done that. <laughs> Fucking uh, Bruce, get with it. Barbara has stolen one of the bikes and goes to this bike gang. She likes to drag race. Yeah. She she goes to, like, we see more of these, like, street people, different people. There's people dressed up as, like, uh, Clockwork Orange gang. Yeah. There's, like, all sorts of different gangs. It's like Tokyo Drift on steroids here. It's crazy. Uh, we see Coolio. Oh, is he Rapper right? Coolio right. is just here uh, as an extra, as well as Toronto's own, rest in peace, Corey Haim. From uh, he kind of fell off Hollywood, and this is okay. what he basically was succumbed to in roles of movies. I guess just a w- one shot of him going, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get this whole like drag race bike scene. It, it kind of feels like the mall from Tony Hawk. Yeah, they're like going through. What? I don't really know why this scene's in the film. 
It doesn't make sense. It's showing you that Barbara is not just some schoolgirl. She's it's, actually pretty. She knows how to judo fight. She knows how to do all this stuff because Alfred maybe like it runs in the family or something, yeah. something along those lines. And I shows, think that's it. It's yeah. showing she's badass before you let, she turns. Yeah, yeah, it's letting you know like she's not just some random person that is getting like she she races this scene. They they mention briefly when she's getting making the deal. She's making side bets with these other nasty mm. street people, and they're they're like talking to her, and she's they're like you're the one who won last week or something along those lines. So it's like letting you know that she's done this before and she's racing these people. But Robin shows up and he's like, I'm going to whatever. But it's it's someone that what? like She almost dies yeah, in this. Someone, so he saves her. Someone sets up a trap for her with like this green fire for some yeah. reason. Some fucking reason. Everything green and green. neon and, green and highlighter colors in the dark. And Robin saves her here. So Barbara reveals to Robin that she got kicked out of Oxbridge uh, and she's been doing drag racing to raise money for Alfred... Um, because, because he has a dismal life of servitude. Fuck. Um, this is where I wrote, who the fuck speaks like that? What teenager? <laughs> it reminded me, you know, when Ronda Rousey was in WWE yeah. and in her promos, it just sounded like she'd swallowed a thesaurus and she'd use all these long words and would be like, Ronda, why are you talking like this? No one talks like that. No, especially a teenager. This dismal life of servitude. Uh, she doesn't think that Alfred is happy serving Bruce all these years. Um, and she reveals that Alfred is sick, um, and then and Br- then Bruce, Bruce yeah, he just kind of overhears and says, "No, he's dying." I'm like, "Oh, how do you know?" I can just tell. <laughs> just knows Alfred so well. He knows Alfred's had a secret. And it's true. He, he kind of put yeah. two and two together. Yeah, that uh, he's dying. Hope he's okay. Yeah. So we've got Poison Ivy and Mister Freeze again. Uh, Ivy's kisses both these prison guards to kill him she kills jesse the body she kills jesse the body uh she's claimed she's like her his sister so she can visit um we this is where we see uh all kind of the suits in arkham basically where people have been taken in you see the riddler's suit you see two-faces suit and you see mr freeze's suit yeah because um we need him to suit up i'm surprised i couldn't see any others that maybe like you could have put in there you could have put like i don't know the jokers i mean he's dead so i guess not but you, you could, could have put penguins cane like, you could have put characters that aren't even in these movies yet yeah right like you could have put so many different for sure. avenues there yeah and i think nowadays you, people know the easter eggs really hit yeah so you would fill this room up with but all e- this stuff even seeing riddler and two faces you're like oh it, it's cool to reference it yeah. yeah especially when you've changed the main actor i know some of the others are the same but it, yeah. it's nice to know it's same continuity right um so bane breaks freeze's suit out uh so freeze gets all suited up and they escape arkham to go and get his wife I like how they break in and then they escape. He's like, always winterize your pipes. <laughs> Fucking another freeze line. Uh, and then he's like, okay, cool. Thanks for helping me break out. Uh, we got to go get me my diamonds and we got to grab my wife. And she's like, what? A wife? <laughs> oh, sure. Now you mention a wife. <laughs> they jump out. of the Arkham Asylum here is like up this tower. And they jump there's no into way the they, water. They die. They would die. You die from this height. Unless he... You, how would... Yeah, there's, there's no way. There's a certain height that water becomes as hard as concrete if you're falling. Yeah, there is, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think they would survive nope. this. What, how How would you survive? If you're, if you're falling out of something and falling into water, maybe make a cannonball? 
I don't know. That's what I'd do. Still, you'd still just break your like, yeah, bones. It, from that height, yeah. Yeah. From this height, there's no way. Unless he like did the, the, the Iceman thing where you like make a slide with ice or something. Maybe. But I don't even think he could do that yeah. at this point. He's weakened. We're getting you too take your shoes but... off as you're falling. And right at the last moment, you jump off your shoes. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Would you live? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, it's proven it works. Maybe, 100%. Maybe Bane takes the blunt of it. Maybe yeah, they, fuck Bane. They, they use Bane as a surfboard, and then when he get, when they land, they just push his button surf, So he just belly flops the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like kind of dead, but then they put more venom in him, and he wakes up. Oh, there okay. You go. That's how they survived. Yeah. We booked it. Just, it was cut. It was on the cutting room floor, <laughs> um, where most of this film should have been. <laughs> Bruce and Alfred have another heart-to-heart where uh, Bruce learns about the illness Alfred has. Uh, Alfred says that he'd have liked to have been up there fighting with Bruce all these years. Um, And Bruce says not all heroes wear capes. And then they learn that Mr. Freeze has escaped. I like the fact that Robin is like... uh, There's a a line about how they're like, oh, by the way, I'm completely over... Poison Ivy. Just letting you know, by the way. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm over it. And then he's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm over it too. Actually, I, I you know, we're boys. It's fine. It's good. But uh, great stems, though. Yeah, buds too. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Batman and Robin then find Nora Freeze as well. Uh, Robin gets caught by Poison Ivy, and she blows the love powder all over him. Now Bane and Batman are fighting. Um, Ivy tries to blow the the love potion at Batman as well, but he gets away. Um, Bane is trying to kill Batman, and I think he he says, "Try not to make a mess when you die." Yeah, it's one of the only she lines. Oh, she says she it. Okay, said it. yeah, yeah. As he's like there, uh, I love the line from from Bruce here from Batman, who says, "Why are all the gorgeous ones homicidal maniacs? Yes. Is, is it just me?" Is what he <laughs> says. I felt that. I was like, I I I, I could agree with him there. Um. Ivy's trying to seduce Robin some more. Batman sees, obviously, what's going on and is trying to tell Robin that she is poisoned uh, and that she's trying to poison him. So now Batman and Robin are fighting over Poison Ivy. No. And Robin falls into some, what, green paint? Goop. Goop. Green goop. Yeah. Filling frost custard. I don't know. Yeah. Um, We have Poison Ivy with Mr. Freeze. Ivy tells him that his wife is dead and hands him a like a snowflake necklace that she wore as proof that she's died. So she she's lying to him because yeah. she pulled the plug, but she's just getting rid of yeah, the wife. She pulled the and, plug. And basically makes him want to kill Batman. And there's a nice moment. He he cries a tear and it turns to ice and evaporates. <sighs> uh, yeah. Look kind of. I like how all of a sudden he's got his layer attached to her layer and his half is like icy and shit and her yeah. half is still plants and she's like yeah make yourself a home fuck <laughs> how did, did he get like a designer in here that quick to do this just froze it yeah I, I guess yeah. just froze it <laughs> um so freeze is devastated and wants humanity to suffer as he is suffering first so- i'll freeze gotham and then <laughs> the world <laughs> adam and evil <laughs> that was fucking terrible line um this is where I was going. Like, okay, these two are working together, but if everything's frozen, how are any of these plants yeah. going to grow? She's not thinking. And I'm thinking that. And then right away, she answers my question. True. And explains that these are mutant plants with the strength of animals. So they will survive this. And once all of this is said and done, 
it's going to be the two of them left and a fuckload of plants and ice. <laughs> sounds a terrible yeah, it idea. Doesn't sound good. It feels like you'd regret it right away. I'd be fine with living with with Uma Thurman for the rest of my life and ice and plants. That sounds okay, but the other way around. Oh, Uma Thurman. Yeah, you're then going. Oh, Gotta now I'm guy? spending the rest of my life with this guy who's depressed over his dead wife. All he does is make puns. I can't hang out. Yeah, sounds awful. <laughs> Where does this leave Bane? He's just their. And Bane's like, hey guys, what about me? What about his hockey players? What about like all the other? What about the people who make food? Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna kill everybody? Such a bad idea. This is a terrible. Such idea. a bad plan. This is like a suicide mission here. I think from them. But he's he's just I guess he's in that zone cuz his wife died and he's like, "You know what? Fuck the world." Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I get it from his point of view. Yeah. I really don't get hers. She just wants all. plants to become the new earth. Yes. Alfred is in his bed dying and tells Barbara about his brother and that she, he wants her to go and find Wilfred and give him this CD. And he's he's made this CD and it's in this this special sealed box. Um, we're at the observatory ball and Pamela Isley is there seducing Commissioner Gordon to giving her the keys to the police headquarters. Pheromones. We then see Bane, who's by the bat symbol, who's ripping off the bat sign to just keep the Robin symbol Ooh. there. Um Barbara is then trying to get into the the CD that he's been given. What a shitty niece. Yeah. Your uncle's dying yeah. and goes, can you do... My dying wish is for you to give my brother this classified CD. She's like, yeah, sure. Right away. All right, got to gotta watch this. What's on this? I got to see what's on this. I got to see what's on this. She can't access it. She's trying to... The computers are in the goddamn phone. <laughs> They're in the computer. She can't access it. Alfred uh, and Bruce have a really nice moment together. They tell each other they love each other. Aww. Bruce gives him a little kiss. Uh, it's it's nice. It's yeah. sweet. That's what I mean. The best parts are like the actual... You don't ever see Bruce and Alfred do this because you kind of believe he's going to die. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Barbara's trying to crack the password to get into this CD. Password, one, two, three. And it's almost... It's peg. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, well, I, I kind they of explained it earlier, but like, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't pay attention. Why was it Peg? Just see Alfred's into some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's watching this this video, and it's all Batman and Robin stuff. It's like uh, schematics and designs. How the for, Batmobile works. Yeah. How the, how the X Wing thing works. How how Batman takes his tea. Everything in these files. Everything for Wilfred. And she's like, huh, this looks good. Interesting. Um, Robin sees the Robin symbol and realizes, oh, Ivy's calling me out. And this is a great line. Uh, Batman goes, she's trying to kill you, dick. <laughs> Obviously, his name's Dick Grayson, but in yeah. the context of the scene, he's like, call him a dick. dick, come on. Like, can't you see what she's doing? I laugh so dick. I laugh. Great line. Really good line. She wants to kill you, dick. And... Bruce tries to convince him not to go and he's like no we're not a we're not a partnership you're not my sidekick we're we're a family right. and you're my brother and as as your older brother will you trust me here will you trust Please me trust me brother <laughs> so uh, we see freeze in the observatory with all the diamonds as he's starting to freeze Gotham and carry out his plan so he's starting to he's using that satellite thing to fucking freeze Gotham yeah. yeah great stuff 
He also he also says it's not an ice pun, but he goes, "Don't let anyone tell you it's not the size of the gun that counts." <laughs> as he's freezing. <laughs> I, I wanted this freeze gun as a kid. I thought it looked so cool. There's a fascination on the characters here. The two scientists, uh, I know the internet goes wild for because this the two scientists, like this lady and this guy, they're like a little older, and he goes, "Who is this nutball?" <laughs> and the internet used to go off on this guy because it's like, what? Why is this in this movie? So he's yeah, he's kind of got these two scientists hostage because yeah. he's at the observatory. Who's this um, nutball? Yeah. Great line. It's like, what? (laughs) Um, Barbara's watching the video and Alfred comes on the screen and basically says, Barbara, I know what you're like. I knew you were going to watch this. So I've designed you your very own bat suit. Hope you fit in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And then we get more shots of... Uh, her suiting up gratuitous bum shots. I mean, earlier we got we got bat nips, bat butts, and bat groin, bat crotch. Here we're getting more more of it, more Just, of it. Now it's Alicia and so, pictures so. of Wallace and Gromit <laughs> coming to my head again. Suit up. Ivy tells Robin about Freeze's plan, but says first I want a kiss. So tell me the plans, and I'll kiss you. Yeah, Ivy. they kiss each other, and. She goes, bad luck, I'm afraid. Time to die, little Robin. And Robin goes, I hate to disappoint you. <laughs> and pulls off like silicon protective lip He says, things. rubber lips are immune to your charms. <laughs> yeah, I've used that one before. <laughs> Always use a rubber like Robin here. It is, it, it is kind of like that. Batman's going, wrap up. <laughs> you don't, she kisses people and they die. And he's like, well, I... But I want to kiss her, Bruce. It's like, all right, well, wear a rubber and you can... <laughs> Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. <laughs> it's... You could just not kiss her, but no, that's too hard. Just just wrap up. <laughs> wrap up, Robin. We're not even going to mention the fact that Robin goes in and, and like looks at her lair as she's like la- lounging there, looking all like hot. And she's like, come over to me, like walk on this lily pads and stuff. And he's looking around and he's like, hey, I have a question. Uh, is it your thumb, the only part of you that's green? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Why? What? That's not a hot. I'm like, no, dude, stop. <laughs> to be fair, he grew up with his family dead as a circus, as a circus oh. act. He probably hasn't interacted with girls too much. Yeah, I guess not. Ah, no. And now he lives with a, a dude who guy. thinks he's a bat and an old man. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Maybe. I'll give him a pass. Well, he tricks he tricks Ivy here. He she's tricks pissed. her, but she's mad and gets all the plants, the vines, to wrap around him and kind of trap him. Yeah, Batman... Robin tra- gets caught a lot in this film. He's kind of dumb in this yeah. thing. He, he uh, Chris O'Donnell says he did not like making this movie. He thought the last one he did, Batman Forever, was amazing a to masterpiece. him. masterpiece. No, because he's like, wow, I'm cast as Batman. It's an actual whole movie. He felt like this wasn't a movie. It was just going through motions to make this, like, shit movie. He said it wasn't as fun. Didn't feel like the same right. thing. And this is why. He's always getting caught up here. Batman tries to make the save and gets caught too. It's weird that Schumacher made... Like, the fact that he'd already done Forever, you'd have thought he'd have a bit more... Like, you could feel it going off the rails, surely. Right, yeah. Like, all these actors are saying yeah. it feels different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... I'd be curious to know what the discussions on set were like. Like, Joel, why are we doing this? Yeah, why why are we doing... He Apparently, before every set of crazy scenes, he'd, he'd say, three, two, one, and before action, remember, we're making a cartoon action. People have said that has right. to be said while filming. And it's like, that's not a good thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Batgirl comes in for the save, uh, does a load of very unnecessary cartwheels. Kip-ups, bat kip-ups. Kip ups. It's like, just punch her in the face. It's like a Young Bucks match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they fight and Batgirl kicks her into Audrey 2, who <laughs> eats up... Yeah, who eats up Poison Ivy. Uh, it's like a Venus flytrap thing. I like how... So here, Ivy kind of reveals to them, like like I told Freeze... When, like I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug. So they... they we don't know this, but they're filming her somehow, some way. Mm. Batman's not able to, because he's using his bat saw. That's a, that's a gadget. <laughs> a bat saw, yeah. He uses a bat saw. It's like it's like a little saw that he... With it looks like logo. it should have been in John Moxie versus yeah. Brain Damage. <laughs> in CZW. Yeah. <laughs> he's using a bat saw to cut through the... The vines. Yeah. Um, I would love to review Little Shop Horrors one day, just just from this scene. I'm I'll like, do anything yeah. with Rick Moranis, hands down. Oh, no it's great. Uh, I like the fact that she saves them. She saves Batman and Robin, and he's like, he knows who she is, obviously, yeah. but he's like, who are you supposed to be? And she's like, I'm Batgirl. And he's like, uh, that's not really PC. Uh, what about Batperson, Batwoman? We'll work on it. <laughs> Why is it not PC? What's un-PC about girl? girl? I guess girl. You could say girl, but I guess Batwoman. Like, Yeah, because I, I guess he's like, I'm not Batboy. But she is a girl here. She's like she's, she's still young, a kid. She's still like late teens. She's I a guess. teenager, yeah. yeah. I guess. Or, or, well, more so, not teenager, but like maybe like 20. Because she's supposed oh, to be uni. uni, yeah. right? So, yeah, I'd say maybe 18, 19, 20. So it's like... But um, I'd also be like straight white male let the girl call herself whatever she wants you know I guess he's trying to make the joke to the audience like hey we're gonna call her Batwoman because like it's a woman yeah like she's a woman but yeah I guess I don't know I was like that's a swing I was trying to wonder because the the final shot of this film is the same as forever forever has Batman and Robin running in the smoke this is the three of them wonder was it going to be called like Batman, Robin, and Batwoman, or no. was it going to be called Bat People? <laughs> it had a name. Was it like Unchained or some weird? Right. It had some weird name. It was called like Batman something. And okay. It was supposed to have all of them. And I prefer Bat People. Bat People. Bat People. That's a different the type movie. of movie. That's a different kind of movie. It sounds like. Yeah. Uh, so now they're all they're all together. The Bat Crew. The Bat People. And are you ready for it? What is it? Let's kick some ice. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, so Freeze is still controlling this whole telescope satellite thing to freeze Gotham. Um, and Freeze and Batman both get in their vehicles and you've got Batman, Batgirl and Robin all in their swanky new vehicles. Um, trying iced to, out. Iced out. Trying to, trying to get to Freeze. Um, they grapple hook the like tower, the telescope to make it up there. For no reason. They could have went the other way. Why did they grapple? There's no way a grapple hook works it's not like very that. very batty, is it? No, this 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 isn't realistic at all. I know, like this is a ridiculous <laughs> movie, but this is where I drew the line. I'm like, come on, look how hard, look how fa- uh, how high that is. Oh yeah, there's no way you would do it. Like grappling them jumping out of the thing. Yeah. It's like you're not grappling that. <laughs> Your grapple hook won't shoot that far. So they make it up there. Batman, sorry, Batgirl and Robin take on Bane as Batman takes on Freeze. The satellites we now see are kind of turning and all targeting Gotham. Robin manages to pull the tubes out of Bane, which causes all the venom to flood out of him. And we see instantly Bane just shrinks back to his normal self. 
And they just leave him there. Yeah. <laughs> to die. <laughs> Batman pulls from his utility belt a bat-thawing thing. Like a laser. And just... He, he used it earlier to kind of dethaw Robin. Yeah, yeah. And he puts it on Freeze, because obviously Freeze can't operate at a normal temperature. Right. So, so he's trying to dethaw Freeze. Um, and they're fighting, and he punches Freeze off of this high platform so he falls because freezes already started freezing parts of the city like people are frozen in the streets and stuff like a dog peeing so now yeah so now batman is trying to use the satellites to thaw gotham rather than to freeze it um but freeze decides to detonate a load of bombs in the observatory because just why not (laughs) so the whole observatory is starting to collapse freeze in hell batman freeze in hell batman uh, as the telescope starts to fall, Batman saves the two, two, two scientists who are there and grapple hooks the ice to save them. <laughs> they then thaw the city. They've saved Gotham. Oh. And they tell Freeze, they're like, look, bro, we didn't try to kill your wife. That didn't happen. This is where he just pulls out a phone all of a sudden in 1997. Yeah. He's got an iPhone, yeah. bat, bat phone, and it's like got a, a recording of... Poison Ivy saying, yeah, I, I killed his I wife. pulled the plug. And he's like... Ugh. But Batman says, look, we found her and she's still alive. Wow. And Good guy, Bruce. We can still find a cure. Batman tells Freeze about Alfred and he's like, look, you're going to have the chance, Victor, to save a man's life, save your wife's life and save your life. Yeah. The real Victor Freeze is still buried beneath In- the snow. <laughs> And you see Mr. Freeze is, like, warming up. Literally. He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, will you help me, Victor? So Mr. Freeze opens his the arm door of his suit and pulls out these vials. It's like blue Gatorade. Yeah, and goes, give this. This will help. This will help Alfred. Uh, Batman tells him, we're going to get your wife moved to Arkham so you can still continue your work. While in prison, essentially. Wild. Wild. What a great guy Batman is. They give Alfred the the blue vials and he seems right as rain. Yeah, he's fine. He's ready for another movie. He's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. What's popping off? Barbara, you're Batwoman now? Oh, I had no idea. Uh, We see Poison Ivy, who's in Arkham, and she's got a a flower and she's going, he loves me? He loves me not. As she's plucking off the, the leaves and eating them. Yeah, these petals and eating. Apparently, they're good for you, but I wouldn't do that. Like rose petals and stuff, yeah. The door opens to the cell, and we see just the glowing blue suit of Mr. Freeze. He goes, surprise, I'm your new cellmate, and I've come to make your life a living hell. Winter has come at last. Um, yeah, so he's just gonna probably murder. He looks like Poison if Ivy. you had a blue freezy and then you put like a flashlight underneath it. They look cool, <laughs> like antifreeze in the glowing. Yeah, uh, Alfred is fine. Robin asks why Batman didn't trust uh, her. Uh, sorry, Batman is no. Batman's like, hey, we're all like a family. We're now. all a family now. They ask you didn't save us when me and Bat when me and Barbara fell off. The sorry, thing. yes, that's right. And he's like, well, I I trust you. Now, yeah. uh, I trusted you could save yourself. And they did. And they did. Um, Barbara's gloating about beating up Poison Ivy. Um, and they all say partners and put their hands in the middle. And Alfred goes, huh, we're going to need a bigger cave. <laughs> and the film ends and we see the three of them running in the white 
dry ice uh, as... I, I always laugh at this image. Of them <laughs> the running? Just running. <laughs> the logo behind them. Um, and that's Batman and Robin. <laughs> Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. Wow. Uh, just... What a, a film. What a great, fantastic movie. Uh, I'll just say it. I know what everybody's thinking. It's the greatest Batman movie ever made. <laughs> greatest movie ever made, possibly. I, I did really enjoy this. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There are bad films that are painful to watch. I wouldn't say this is one of them. I think this is... You've got to be in on the joke. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If you're... I can imagine at the time, if you're so excited for this new Batman film and this came out, yeah, you're going to be really disappointed. But we're like 24 years removed of this film now. Um, we can laugh at it. And it's it's so bad. <laughs> but I will say watching it, I, there are stuff I, I liked. I, I did like the... Um, I did like the the city. I thought Gotham looked great. The yeah. set design. I, I'm kind of a fan of the the neon look, uh, kind of steampunk vibe kind of thing it had going. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Alfred is great as always. I like that they tried to make Mr. Freeze like you did feel for him. Um, I think that's something we see a bit more in more current superhero films where you, you kind of understand why the villain is doing what they're doing. Um, but the dialogue is awful. The acting is awful. The plot, like, I, I don't really, still don't quite understand. He wants to freeze the world. What Ivy's plan was. It's like, yeah, yeah I, I know. But Veganism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, this is a fun film to watch. It's, I it's to great. Yeah, again, again, last night I put it on and I, I was just smoking up and watching this and it was fantastic because it's colorful and stuff. But it's laughable because it's such a bad movie. But I'd say it's like a pop culture. Again, the last one, we all the Batman movies we talked about are pop culture, like iconic movies. And this one, as bad as it is, is still technically one of them. Without this movie happening, they took a Hollywood was took taking a break, like took a step back to like reevaluate comic book like movies and look where we are in 2021 with like everything's about superheroes and comic books come to life. This one was done so bad that everyone had to do the right thing and fix it. You've got to wonder if this film was somewhat successful, would the Dark Knight trilogy even happen? Exactly. Because I, I think, I think Nolan is someone who like, he's very, he puts a lot of thought into his scripts, him and his brother. Yeah. Um, and, David Goyer, is it? The the other writer. Um but I think the fact that this did so badly yeah. that you you can go in and be like, right, we need to do something different. This is my idea. You need to change everything. Whereas if this was okay, a studio might go, Ah, no, I, I see what you're saying, but we're gonna go this direction. Yeah. I think because this was such a fucking car wreck, you're gonna take ev- anything. And as far away from this as you can go, the better. And that's what Batman Begins really is. You could compare it to kind of wrestling. Batman is kind of a more grittier character in the movie they, they did with Jack Nicholson. I wouldn't necessarily say take your kids to see that one. Same with Batman Returns, maybe mm. pushing towards more so kids, but still scary, m- more so for like older kids and adults. Whereas this one is WWE is totally just for kids now. And mm. that's what this feels like. This was made for kids. There's some innuendos and jokes that kids wouldn't get that we understood and we laughed at. Um, but this is genuinely like everyone involved was told this is to make money on toys. And there's a line in this movie where poison Ivy says like she smacks the button of Bane and he turns on his venom. She goes, every poison Ivy action figure comes complete with the Bane 
figure. Right. And it's like, yeah, because they're just trying to sell the toys. And I'm sure they sold millions. I mean, I would say it worked because I was exactly the age this film was targeting yeah. when it came out. And I was so excited for this film. I loved this film and I wanted all the toys. So from that point of view... They completely achieved what they wanted to achieve. Yeah, you show this to a kid, they'll love this movie. You show Batman Begins to a kid, they'll be so bored. Yeah. They'll be like, what is this? I don't care about this. But a kid would absolutely love this. So again, I saw this in theaters and would ra- was raving about it when I was six. Because mm. I, was, I was loving the colors and everything. And then again, fast forward years later, I watched it when I was like, I don't know, maybe in, in high school again as a joke with friends. And I was like, oh, this doesn't hold up at all. I've mm. never watched it since then and watching it back it's like yeah it's so terrible that it's it's funny and you mentioned it had like some sort of online resurgence because it's it's ridiculous it's mm. so campy it's just like the 1960s i think it, things like youtube i think really kind of helped films like this yeah like like got films that cult following you know when you can just clip a certain thing right and you watch it again and you go oh yeah i, I always about that. i always randomly put on arnie's puns on you, youtube there's a youtube yeah. video where someone just clipped all the puns in the movie and it's so funny it's basically this whole movie is just puns from everyone yeah. it's not even just him it's just everyone but yeah uh, it's a ridiculous movie i know why people hate uh, like just hate it and think it's terrible and i know why people like like me i wouldn't say i hate it cuz it's just so fun to watch but it, no by no means is this a fantastic movie i much prefer what comes later on in the batman movies trilogy with nolan because it, that's that's how i enjoy watching batman but this is still a fun movie to watch if i ever have kids definitely would show them this they'd probably go ape shit with the colors and the chase scenes and the hockey fights and the Poison Ivies. Just everything is ridiculous in this movie. Uh, but great, great, great stoner flick, for sure. Yeah. Holds up in that regard. It would be a 10 out of 10 if it was just stoner flicks type movies, because this is it. George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell running around in masks. Just ridiculous. Cool. Shall we get to our ratings now and then feedback? Sure. So we can kind of talk a little bit about each, maybe the topics we haven't quite hit on as much. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we'll start with Bruce. Uh, yeah, if, if you're new to listening to us uh, with our Batman reviews, each Batman film we've kind of broken down into the portrayal of Bruce, the portrayal of Batman, the main villain, the secondary villain, Alfred, the Batmobile, the Batsuit, and overall enjoyment of the film. And after all that, we're going to work out, do a bit of maths, mm-hmm. and get a star rating. Um, yeah, so let's start with Bruce. We've talked a fair bit about Clooney's portrayal. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I'd say that out of all my ratings, I've only given like really high ratings to two different things and it's Bruce and it's Alfred. And, um, I gave Bruce here, I mentioned that it's not the quite the Bruce Wayne you mentioned, like the playboy thing isn't quite there, but when he comes to the acting scenes with Bruce and, and, and Alfred, it's like, oh man, like George Clooney is definitely in good at these like serious dramatic mm. type things. And that's like the movies we mentioned that he's done and, and ER is more serious and stuff. He's good at that acting. And I, I think they never really had shown that before. So it seems super high, but I'm telling you, it's the only high rating I have for this. And it's an eight for, for Bruce. Um, I'm a lot further down. Yeah, I understand. Don't worry. Um, I, I like George Clooney as an actor. I agree those scenes with Alfred are nice. Um, it's not enough for me to make it a good Bruce. We don't see that Playboy side of him at all, which to me is such a big part of Bruce Wayne's yeah, character. Yeah, definitely. I also just don't... I, I need to believe that Bruce Wayne can be this badass when he's Batman. And I I need to think, if I'm at work, say, like when I'm at the bar, 
and say a customer's kicking off and Bruce Wayne is sat at the end of the bar, I trust that Bruce Wayne can stand up and suddenly the guy that's kicking off goes, all right, I'll calm down a bit. Right. I don't get that from George Clooney. Okay. I don't get that. He's he, not scary. He's not I don't action. get that he can kick yeah. someone's ass. That's true. Um, and to be fair, I've said the same about Kilmer and Keaton. Yeah. Uh, Bale, which we're going to get into. Right. If Christian Bale stood up at the end of the bar when someone's kicking off, yeah. I think people would shut up and sit down and I finish so their too. drink. Uh, and I think that's a part of Bruce that I need as well. Um, I'm giving him a four. Yeah, no. Uh, no. Out of ten. <laughs> I um, told you, my only But I agree reason. with you. I do. I think he's great in those more tender moments with Alfred. Yeah. Because then when it comes to being Batman, I gave him a three. Okay. <laughs> I, I went four as well. And yeah. that was, I, I mean, that was generous. I should. Because, no, fuck it. I'm changing. I'm because, changing. Because, look, I like how he's he's dealing with, like, being the Bruce Wayne. And also, it's more older Bruce by the... This is, like, the fourth movie here. Yeah. He's older than what he was before, right? Like, his life has gone on and, and it has the salt and pepper. So, I get that he's more gentle and, and soft and stuff. But when it comes to Batman, he's so lame. He's like cheese in a costume. The bat nips don't do him any favors. But he looks so lame standing in all the scenes. He doesn't fit this at all. He doesn't have the jaw. True, he does not. Which is such a big thing with Batman. Batman. It's it's that cowl. You need need the strong jaw. Right. And it kind of does just look like George Clooney in fancy dress. It does. And I can't tell you one cool move. Batman does in this. He punched a guy through a drum. Okay. And went, good night. So, I'm with you. I went three. Yeah. I think as as actual Batman, again, no, not intimidating at all. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't like that. Uh, so, main villain, though, would be Freeze, right? Freeze. Yeah, uh, I, again, I've given my, my love for Arnie. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but this movie is so campy that, like, he's it doesn't make sense what he's doing. Everything is just... I went with a three, honestly. I wasn't... Like, that's low. I, honestly, I wish I, I could say four, but I'm going to stick with three. Just what... It's so ridiculous. It reminds me of the 60s show where you couldn't take it anything seriously yeah. that he was doing. Especially everything he says is literally a joke. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I went with a four... I I actually really like the design of the suit. He looks cool. I think he looks really cool. And um, yeah, I, I think still still I look at that suit and I'm like, yeah. I, looks cool. I would want a figure of this yeah. Mr. Freeze. I would want this toy. Yeah, I had it. Um, I think his gun's cool. I love that they're, they're giving him a bit more of a serious reason for wanting to be evil. But then it doesn't marry up. As you said, he's always cracking jokes and puns. If he's doing this legit because of his wife and his condition, <laughs> he's having so much fun doing all this. And it, it just seems it seems completely disconnected. Whereas if he was just a lunatic who likes ice, sure, ice everywhere! Woo-hoo! All right, you take the same script from this exact movie and you gave it to Nolan. Yeah. And that's what it'd be more serious. Yeah, it? I mean, yeah. there is... The, you can do something. He's doing this out of the love of his wife right. and the grief of losing his wife. I don't know if you'd be cutting 27 ice punts no. in the space no. of two hours. No. Uh, so I went four. Yeah. Uh, secondary villain. I'm not going to count Bane because he doesn't really count. No. You could say Ivy and Bane, but I'm going to say Bane can be like Ivy's accessory. Yeah, really. that's essentially what he is. Uh, I, I'm being super generous, but I love the aesthetic she holds in this movie. To me, from reading some of the interviews of all the people involved in this movie, she knew as well as everyone going into this, except Arnie maybe, that like this is going to tank, this is going to suck, it's probably going to make money, but it's a blockbuster type Hollywood ordeal, and I'm playing an iconic character, why not 
be camp as fuck. Mm. So that's what she did. I, I, I like. I gave it a five, um, which is like down the, the road here. But I think her look is really iconic, and I, I like Uma Thurman in a lot of movies, and I know she's a good actor, and it shows in this. Again, it's not the, it's not the actor's fault. It's literally the dialogue and yeah. what she said. She had some of my favorite dialogue, so that's why I was like kind of generous. Uh, I went three. Yeah, I know um, you don't like. Her. I I do like Uma Thurman. Um, I think the looks great, and obviously she's hot as hell in this. But uh, yeah, this in forever it felt like. Well, Joker worked in Batman, so we're going to get the Riddler and Two Face to play the Joker. That's what I I felt. They're just laughing all the time for no yeah. reason. Here it was. Catwoman was successful, so can you just play Catwoman? Right. It, it, every her mannerisms were very Catwoman. Her eyes looked like Michelle Pfeiffer, like the way she'd kind of squint her eyes a little bit and doing the kind of sultry looks. Uh, it was just Catwoman to me in green, in a green costume. Didn't understand her plan at all. Like, yeah, we all want to make the world a better place. I don't know by yeah. destroying Earth just to grow some sunflowers. I don't. She wanted to let the sun in. I don't in. quite get it. Um, so yeah, three from me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alfred is the second time I'm giving the highest thing here. I'm tying it with my Bruce just because I know I gave Alfred high marks in my last ones. I got to keep it up considering he's almost dying in this movie uh, and rest in peace. Uh, but I gave Alfred an eight as well, which is again just just to give some points to this movie. To be honest, <laughs> I I went for a nine. Yeah, see, um, right, yeah. I think this might actually be Alfred's best showing because he's. He's he's got better lines than the other one, but he's way better, and the character I, works I way think better. The character in this movie. is way more important in this one, and yeah. shows many different aspects of him. You've got him being the father figure to Bruce. You've got him being kind of the manipulator <laughs> over the whole thing. The brains, like he he knew yeah. that girl was going to happen, and he knew Bruce is going to need more more to his team. So, kind of bringing in his niece and all that. Um, yeah, just the the acting, the looking out for Robin. I I, th- I thought Alfred was great in this one, so I gave a nine. Yeah, I, I was high on Alfred here, and and again, I think he's a fantastic uh, actor who played him, and he did all the commercials in the '90s for like Batman, Pepsi, and all that stuff. And I thought he was good. So Michael, go rest in peace. But great job. Uh, he's always Alfred to me. Uh, the Batmobile, you don't really see it. I'd say all vehicles. All vehicles? All vehicles. Okay, well then it still counts. Then the only real, the only real vehicle is that car Poison Ivy has. That's sexy. It's this red car that Bane's driving for like a shot or yeah. two. That's the the hottest car in this. Uh, I went with a three for this as well. Uh, I remember having like the toy set with Mister Freeze in his car and stuff. But yeah, like we said, it had the ice things like a robot or something. It didn't really quite make sense. Uh, but the Batmobile is kind of similar to the last movie, just like some updated paint jobs and maybe some gear and stuff but there's also there's some chasings but it's not really a big factor in this movie robin wants to use the car but he, he's using bikes most of the time too i don't know i actually quite liked the vehicles in yeah. this I, I remember as a kid wanting to get the toys i yeah. think the batmobile looks cool and i i like the the vehicle like batgirl rides as well um oh yeah there's she's quite got a, a lot of vehicles in this and i think they're they're kind of cheesy but i think they're cool at the time i would say um, I would say they're not memorable. A lot, actually, a lot of these earlier films. I'm. You tell me, oh, the 
the Batmobile from Batman and Robin. I've got got to kind of try and think of what it actually is and look it up. But I did think they look cool, actually. Uh, I went for a seven. I, I quite like the vehicles in this film. Again, I remember having them as, as a kid. And I know I had the Batmobile from the last movie. Uh, and it was just the same as, as this one. But uh, they look cool. But there wasn't an improvement or a change, really, I'd say. I guess in this one. Uh, where we go to the suit, the suit slash gadgets is what yes. we kind of have here. Um, the suit is like kind of like the last movie, but it's updated for George Clooney. In the p- promo shots of this movie, you see Batman, Robin, and Batwoman with like iced up gear because they know they're fighting mm-hmm. like the ice guy. So like I guess you could say that's the thing. Uh, he they use grapple hooks and it's kind of like whatever, but he used a little saw, which I thought was impressive. He had the saw, he, he had, had those saw. thawing things, he like, had his he, back card. Yeah, uh, still not enough to like really wow me, but it wasn't enough to make me like go super negative on. So again, I went middle of the road with a five. Okay. It was the saw that really helped push that up. Um, I feel we might get a bit of heat here because I know so many people hate the bat nips. Right. And sure, I find it a weird choice, the, the nipples on the suits, yeah. but... I'm not as hung up about it as other people are. It's gladiator type. Yeah. Gladiators used to do that. No? I I actually quite like the... You like bat nips? No, just the suits in general. I could do without the, the <laughs> nips, but I like the... I like the kind of rubber abs it has. Uh, I think it looks... Re- I think the suits look really cool in the silver, and Robin, when he's in his black, like, suit later... Did Robin have his earring? No. He should have had... Robin should have had pierced bat nips. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, I, I quite like Robin's suit later because it kind of hints at Nightwing, a yeah. bit the black suit. Uh, I actually quite like the costumes in this one. Chris O'Donnell said that they were going to do side movies with him as Nightwing and right. stuff. Did not happen. No. <laughs> uh, so I went for a six. And, and you do have more of the kind of 60s gadgets in this, which I, I do kind of enjoy. I think we lacked gadgets in yeah. some of the other films. Uh, and then an overall enjoyment of the film, just overall movie out of 10, what would you rate this movie? Uh, I I went kind of low on it. I mm. The only reason I gave it points was because it made me laugh. And like I said, I was stoned and I really thought it's a great stoner movie. I think maybe I'm being a little too low on it, but I, I gave it a four for an overall. It's such I, a shit movie. <laughs> we just recorded a couple of days ago our best death match ever yeah and i was having the same dilemma when giving ratings yeah it's like there's the kind of you've got to see this and then there's you have to but is this a good match yeah yeah and <laughs> i gotta say i wasn't bored watching this no you can't be, you can't be so i enjoyed it but also the like critique in me i'm like this isn't a good film so i gave it four yeah and that's purely out of yeah enjoying how bad it is exactly and the set i think Sure. Yeah. Like I said, like the the aesthetic, and it's definitely like the the the. I can't believe they did this kind of factor. I can't mm. believe they actually tried to make the 1960s mixed with comic books come to life. No joke with such ridiculous shit for kids. Mm. And yeah, watching it back, lit. It's really fun, but it's no way a good movie. No. <laughs> so what we do is we take we have eight categories. We add them together and divide by two to get our average. Um, so my score is a five out of ten. Mine was a just under four point eight, four point eight. Okay, so just around five. You could round up if you want, but I split mine in half to give our my half rating, and yep. it's a two point four three. Two point four three, and mine was a two point five. So that gives us a combined star rating out of five. Out of five for Batman and Robin, 
2.46. We round up 2.5. I think wow. I think people are going to think we're far too generous. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I was too let, nice on Clooney. Let's put this into context, right? <laughs> um, we got Batman with... Uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Batman, I think, got a 3.5. Okay. Uh, yeah, 3.5. Uh, Batman Forever. No, Batman a... Returns. Oh, where's my Batman Returns? Batman Returns was a little low as well, I think. Batman Returns. Okay, here we yeah. go. Batman <laughs> Returns uh, was... I'm trying to find... All my notes are a mess here. Uh, 3.3. Okay, still 3. higher 3. than this. What about Batman Forever? Batman Forever got a three yeah so this is still okay so this is still the lowest this is the lowest um we're still generous though and this is probably probably actually i I don't know i've not seen the snyder ones yet (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, tough um but i don't think i don't think we're gonna get this low for a while no i don't think so 2.5 i i was expecting lower Still yeah. not a great rating to have, though. I think these movies, like like I mentioned, you put it on, you put it on for your kids because they could they could like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin out of the Batman movies we've talked about. Like those would be good for kids. But when it comes to like adult stuff, you kind of would want to watch more so the Nolan stuff for sure. Definitely. Uh, overall, like these ones have been really fun. But it's interesting that for years Batman was made like these past movies that we've talked about, and then it took this movie today that we talked about to change that to, to fuck make it, it up. go. You know what? Maybe we make batman a real guy and no more like hocus pocus mumbo jumbo let's (laughs) let's try to make it serious so i think they did a good job and we gave it a fair rating i'd say it's it's a fun movie to watch but wow is it i think so yeah rotten tomatoes gave it 11 (laughs) percent um on imdb it's 3.8 should we see what what any uh, people thought with some feedback let's do it Uh, i know we posted a feedback thread forum.postwrestling.com we also posted one on the the patreon so i'm going to read the one from the patreon here i know someone has written in it's our was expert. it's chris price who writes so we finally make it to what's considered one of the worst batman movies in the series clooney doesn't make a good batman and the batmobile was 29 feet long and looked poor compared to the others and and future maybe he was overcompensating for something the entire film gets a little far-fetched but despite that i've seen it a few times in the past it's a fun watch or to have on in the background but not one you will choose over other movies in the franchise arnie felt a little miscast as freeze and his vehicle was terrible <laughs> did you know uh if it wasn't arnie it was going to go to sylvester stallone and if it wasn't stallone it was hulk hogan Oh, really? That was what Schumacher so said. So Arnie was like, no, I'll just do it. Because <laughs> you know if those two always battled over the Oh, rules, yeah. yeah. Uh, he continues, that being said, I thought Uma Thurman put in a great performance and she may have gone as well as a solo performance in another film against Batman. Less than average film at best and I look forward to hearing what you think. Thank you, Chris. We go to the forum uh, with Professor who says, Davey, I think it is a bit unfair to say this is a fan favorite <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> It puts undue qualifiers on how one enjoys the film. I mean, I wasn't marketing this. I didn't put that on a poster for the film in 97. (laughs) But fair enough. I love this film and I don't think any of the reasons are wrong. Okay. To me, Batman and Robin is a love letter to the Adam West Batman series. It feels like the classic series put through a 90s neon filter and turned to 11. Uma Thurman and Arnold are delightfully over the top and would fit right in next to Cesar Romero's Joker or Burgess Meredith's Penguin. Adam West totally would have had a back credit card in his utility belt. 
I like the Nolan films as much as the next person, but his reality-based approach is not the only valid way to make a Batman film. But I don't think we will see another fun Batman movie like this again. Everything has to be grim, dark, and super serious. That makes me sad. I want more. I want more Batman surfing down ice dinosaurs. <laughs> I see what he's sa- saying. Yeah. I mean, we definitely picked up on the Adam West thing, but I just yeah. think um, the acting and dialogue is still terrible. Yeah, I think you can you can do. I mean, we've been watching WandaVision, right? And the the detail how when they're doing the the sitcom style, they nail that sitcom style perfectly. And here I just I don't think this is well acted at all, this film. (laughs) Uh someone in the in the forum here replied to uh Professor's post about that saying no more fun Batman movies and says, Oh I beg to differ because there's the Lego movie, which features a Lego Batman, the Batman Lego movie and then, like, some of these animated Batman, like, fun cartoon stuff that they still continue to make animated mo- movies and yeah. straight to streaming services or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I guess real life ones. But, yeah. Mm. Uh, and I'll read the next one here from, is this Eric Marcotte? It is, isn't it? <laughs> he says, this movie is utter dog shit in the best way possible. The costumes are terrible. The plot is n- nonsensical. How does Mr. Freeze's plan to freeze the world and Ivy's plant supremacy go together in the slightest? And the performances are, by large, horrendous. But, man, this movie movie is hilarious and that's not to say a single joke they make throughout the film lands because they don't it's just so bad it's a fucking masterpiece this is more entertaining than any of the previous three live action batman films and despite being far and away from the worst of that bunch it's also the best zero out of ten but also ten out of ten can't wait for batman begins aka the best batman movie I'm still in my mind debating my overall enjoyment of the film score because yeah. I kind of agree with Eric. Yeah, I think I had more fun watching this than the either Tim Burton ones or Forever. Yeah. I think I did enjoy this one yeah, more. Yeah, I enjoyed this and Batman Forever more than the other two. Film critique in me where I'm going, I can't. Yeah. Give it a good score. Now I see in the in the forum that uh, the two are going back and forth about being good movies and animated movies. Yeah, whether animation counts, etc., etc. Uh, the Benjamin says, hilariously bad, but so hilariously bad that it killed superhero movies for almost a decade. Yeah, it did. They had to take a step back. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the feedback you guys had for Batman and Robin. I know you guys have been waiting for this movie, and I hope you watched it back and enjoyed us. Uh, listening to us talk about it. Oh, yeah. Just a great, great film. It's it's going to be such a departure going to the Nolan We're going to get serious now. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get super serious. So the next time we talk about The Bats is going to be Batman Begins. Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale. Can't wait to talk about this. Uh, so we'll probably do that in a month or two. It's going to be mania season coming up, so we'll give it some time to breathe. Yeah. We need to take a break after this one. Yes. A, after Batman and Robin, we need to cool our jets. Like, well, they took what eight years, yeah, nine exactly. years for a new one. That's exactly right. So we need to take a step back and, and go forward. But uh, I, I was, I, I've super enjoyed this review as well as all the past Batman ones. But yeah, we'll take a different kind of turn with the more oh, serious yeah. Christopher Nolan stuff. Uh, if you like listening to us talk about movies and stuff, Patreon.com/slash up next only five dollars North American tier gets you access to everything in our back catalog, including tons of movie reviews. Gremlins, Terminator, all sorts of different ones. There's some James Bond reviews in there as well. All the wrestling stuff. We did a best match ever. PWG, best match ever, never open weight. All the best matches ever, including the free one we just did. Best death match ever with Damien Abraham. Already out on this feed last week. All the shows, though, we appreciate you supporting us and just listening to these ones as well. We hope you uh, enjoy listening. 
up next every Wednesday, BD Elite every Thursday. So many podcasts, so little time. Yeah, everybody chill. And what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Ice Age! (laughs) Thank you. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And remember, follow us at Up Next Podcast, Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, uh, you already said my favorite Arnie pun, so I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! holiday whether you're making a kroger simple truth turkey for 40 or a murray's baked brie for two kroger has fast fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last kroger fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of 35 dollars or more restrictions may apply get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one dollar each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card kroger fresh for everyone You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.